we are live. We are live. It is episode 73 of Shit I Played That. And it's your boy, aka SSJ. Oh man, aka SSJ Blackrock, <laughs> aka Mr. Buckluck, aka uh, uh, I'm out of AKAs already because I already fucked up. But Mr. yo, Fisher we're Price here. Internet. We're here. We're here. Uh, and um, we're trying some new stuff with the with the with like behind the scenes stuff. So it doesn't matter to you, but hopefully it sounds good. It looks good. Just let me know in the chat you're here live shout out to people that are gonna be here live in the chat um or if you're listening on spotify apple podcasts youtube let us know in the comments oh no mm-hmm. oh man i'm mod i'm mod right now <laughs> subject he is like yo it looks terrible uh-oh damn no way hype hey. <laughs> <But>, killed um, <laughs> we, got, we, we got we got our we got the usual. We got we got James to the green in the building. James, what's good, my man? What's going on? Chris, what's up, everybody? How y'all doing out there? Pretty good, pretty good. And we got Rod. Rod with the better audio. He's not gonna sound it's not gonna sound crazy. Wow. It's not gonna sound like yes. going in and out. It's, it's, it's gonna sound <laughs> crystal clear. Mm, oh, yes. Magical. Magical. And that's I love Crisp. that word. Magical. That's exactly what gonna, it's gonna sound like now. Yes, exactly. Thank you. That was the most beautiful Sensational. intro. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, I see that. I see that. <laughs> Rod, how's it going, man? What's going on? Oh man, another week. You know, we're surviving. We're we're breathing. We're still here doing should I play that episode 73. You know, if you haven't heard already, you know, getting close to 75. You know, yes. three yeah. quarters of the way to 100. Can you believe it? It's crazy. That's like, quite a trip. And 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 mind you, this isn't like, you know, oh, we started the podcast like you know, 70 something episodes ago. No. No, 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 no. This has been a ride. This has been a long time coming. This is, I, I got to look at the date because I, 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 I'd be bad at myself for missing the 10 year anniversary of like me just jumping into this field. But uh, it's around that, it's around that time. I think it's either in the next couple of months or sometime next year is going to be like the official 10 years. But um, in 10 years, that's a long time. Mm. In 10 years. I'll, so it's 10 years of like on and off. You know, you know, dipping my toes in it. It's like ten years of like seeing that like this is a hobby that I really love to do. And then of course is you know the the trials and tribulations. You know, figuring out how things worked, how things didn't work, um, how to like just work with different types of people. I it it, it was a road. It was a long long time coming. But I feel like you know this this stretch of the journey, like something clicked. You know the uh, the focus is there. Uh, I have I have the right people surrounding mm-hmm. me. Like, you know, so shout out, shout out to all the support, shout out to James, shout out to Rod, Subject T, uh, everyone that's been out there, you know, shout out to you guys. I can't, I, you know, I like, you know, my, 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 my team, my name is, is Black Rod. Like I just, just like Goku, I, I will, I use the energy that you send me and it gives me power. So, you know, the text messages, the, the phone calls, uh, the DMs, like all that helps out. I appreciate that. I really do. And imagine this. This is only episode 73. Wait until we hit 75. Wait until we hit episode 100 or the 10-year mark. All that stuff is going to be landmark. I'm going to be hype. And you guys will be hype. So, uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and move on with the show. But before we do that, you know, our normal 
you know, tidbits of like, you know, make sure you're following us. Remember, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, listen to us on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast. And, you know, if you can, please like this, like the content, share the content, subscribe. Um, I'm always saying, yo, join the conversation. And people join the conversation, but they join the conversation when they see me. I want to see you online as well. Let's start the conversation online. But uh, yeah, I, I appreciate all that. So um, what we normally do at the beginning of the show is we normally take like a, a, a quick, you know, trip back to the, I guess, a week ago to see what we've been playing. And James, yeah, you're up, man. James, what you been playing? Well, this week. I love I finished up Infamous Second Son and then I jumped straight into the uh, expansion First Light. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Infamous Second Son and First Light, for those who don't know, is a sandbox open world um, action game, superhero genre. And in First Light specifically, you play as this girl Fetch. Fetch is a conduit, which means she can control neon so she can drain the energy out of light and then use them as weapons to accelerate herself and that sort of thing and so first light plays as an origin story for her of sorts it breaks down how she ended up in seattle what she was doing before the events of the first game and really sets up her character um she does mention it in the in the base game but this gives you a much more in-depth look at the the spiral that she goes through and how she ends up in the position that she is in by the time the main game rolls around um and for what a seven-year-old game i think it could still controls like one of the best games of this generation uh visually stunning really smooth the animations between just fetch and the neon that she emits it lights up the world as it should and it's really impactful and honestly sucker punches you don't hear a lot about Sucker Punch because they don't make a lot of games. When they do, they put their foot in it. So playing this is giving me hope for Ghosts because, like, I'm not I'm not super hyped on just the basic concept samurai game, open world. I've seen it before, but it's something about that extra care that they put in that a lot of people don't think about or talk about or notice that it really shines through here, and I feel like it's going to shine through in this next release too. I think it's like the open world, open world in all sucker punch games have some sort of like as like a really has like attention to detail that like you appreciate when you see it exactly but the crazy thing about this is that um most of the game is not actually open world it does give you the first part of infamous second son's map to play in but the main draw is the battle arena um so you end up in Kurt curtain k which is basically the super prison for conduits and the story behind this goes you end up meeting the director of the DUP who runs Curtin K and her thing is, I'm going to put you into trials. I want to see what you can do. Show me your powers. Don't hold back. And as the story progresses, Fetch uses more of a more of her powers inside of the arena. And then the end game is maxing out your high score, unlocking all the powers and that sort of thing. And combat arenas really aren't my cup of tea. Like I don't live for those type of things. I'm usually just kind of getting in for the story, get out, but it's a lot of fun. It's, um, one room with like three different layouts but it really it really works with her power set i it feels really fluid and that's what kept me coming back to try and platinum the game which i did it's not super difficult but it was really rewarding um between the machine gun blast that she has or her sniper ability which can brainwash enemies 
or even just her ability to dash from location to location to avoid gunfire. It all feels so good. It's hard. It's you get lost in it. Honestly, I, I lost time playing this game and it could be done in like six hours, but I've gone back and I haven't wanted to come up for air. So it's been so, a lot of fun. So the game is, so it's, is it like linear? You're saying like, it's not really open world. There is an open world segment, but the main draw of it at the end of it is the arena combat. Mm-hmm. But you can go back to the open world anytime you want to. Um, it does still have those activities to complete, like hostage situations or stopping drive-bys and um, and graffiti, neon graffiti, which looks really cool on certain sides of the building. But yeah, it's just a beautiful game. Tons of fun. Short, sweet, but really well put together. So, recommend that one. Hmm. And I think it's been free a couple times on uh, PSN. Yeah. Is it, is either, I know it's been free. I know they've given it out. And then it's also, I mean, I think it's normally pretty cheap too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's not super expensive. I'll probably say like 10 bucks at this point, maybe. But if it's not already free for you, so check your PSN. You might already have it. And then, um, yeah, that's pretty much all for Infamous First Light. I did mm-hmm. manage to start up Origins, um, Assassin's Creed Origins this week. Actually, James, um, before you hop into Origins, I, I would actually like to go in back to something that you were talking about um, with Ghost, because we were kind of talking about this before we started uh, shooting or, or recording. And, and you know, you were saying that, you know, you're really excited about Ghost. And I was saying that, you know, I preloaded my copy, uh, you know, yesterday and, I don't know. I wasn't feeling very excited about it. Like I was doing it because like, as I mentioned multiple times, I have an academic curiosity for a lot of things to my detriment. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't always work out in my favor. Uh, You know, hello, Anthem. Hello, Days Gone. Um, So (laughs) so, try Days Gone again, Roddy. It's better now. Mm, I don't know about that. You know I believe it's you. better now. I, I believe you. I, I genuinely yeah. believe you because I've heard the same thing. Uh, but I also sank like 40 hours when it wasn't that good either. So, I understand. So, so I was like, man, it's going to take me a lot to come back. But but that's good, though. Like they've they've truly improved it. Like I've heard then then that's cool. Um, but yeah, so I, with Ghost, like I was, you know, hearing you talk about First Light and Second Son, you know, I mm-hmm. have not played First Light, but I did play Second Son. <clears throat> and and I like I liked the game and Sucker Punch's approach to video games has been interesting, specifically Infamous, if we're going to talk about that, because I think Ghost will share much more in common with that than they will with Sly, uh, Sly Cooper. So, you know, with Ghost, what I'm hoping, what I what I'm expecting going into it, I have not read that many reviews. I've, I've seen a, a couple takes here and there um, of some unscored reviews. And I did see like a bunch of the scores that did come out. They were like, you know, sevens, eights, maybe a few nines here. Um, but it seems to be a consensus of, of like a, an above average, but maybe not like mind blowing experience. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I was expecting here. Um, Infamous has never been a series, at least to me, that has like been top of, of my priority list. I think like it's been a, cool one like in an interesting concept and maybe even one of the first uh, i don't know i was gonna say maybe original superhero like just flat out like trying to ape superhero from the, games yeah yeah exactly yeah. um and it was you know early open world things like that and ghost to me feels a lot like that this game has been in development for like five or six years um and i wonder if my fear is that it, the conventions of it will 
feel dated because it's been a development so long when some of those games were like still really, really hot. Assassin's Creed um, evolved from 2013, 2014, um, like the time when this game would have been like in going into production. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I am expecting like the production values to be pretty good. You said something that I definitely agreed with, which was um, that, you know, Sucker Punch has a good eye and attention to detail. So, you know, they are going to bring, I think, a level of polish to the environment. Like, even when you go look at the state of play, it looks yeah. like it looks gorgeous. Like, the game looks really good. Um, but is it going to be fun to play? And that's like kind of my things. I don't know. I think I'll be really disappointed if it's like 30 hours, 30, 40 hours of like kind of rote, you know, climb this tower, stab this dude uh you know jump off Mm -hmm. this building like i i don't know if i'm super excited about that um but i am hoping that it's somewhat different um i don't know if you guys have more comments about that i have watched a few reviews and i do not want to spoil anything for you if you're trying to go in without knowing much but um i feel like a lot of those concerns you have are not here Mm -hmm. or not going to be there in that game um i haven't heard any mention of tower climbing or just like the repetitiveness of the nature. I've heard great things about the combat, which is which is what I'm looking for. I've, yeah, that's um, good. For those who are wondering, it's not going to be another Neo style. It's not another Sekiro style. This is more of an action combat kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So he's not worrying about health. I mean, stamina bars and guard breaks and that sort of thing. So to me... I feel like they've taken a lot of the conventions of this, like the sandbox genre, but they've polished them. Mm-hmm. Um, even from the navigation system and that whole wind feature, um, apparently it looks it's a lot more fun in practice than it looks, mm. which is cool to me. Like I, I hear a lot of people say it just removes the waypoint entirely. So I'm really curious to see how that plays out. Yeah, and that I I will definitely give it credit for that. Like it that adding something like that to not have a big arrow on the screen, even if you know the wind is functionally a, a waypoint i like that idea that they're at least conveying that idea to you in a different way that seems mm-hmm. cool yeah you know i i i, I want to be excited for this game um but i'm not yeah and like i, I feel like it's, it's, it's fair to say because like i i'm not that big on assassin's creed right now mm. and then i'm also not big on like you know, Sekiro and and um and Neo, Dark Souls, all that. So it's just to me, like from the outside, it sort of seemed like it was. It's a is a mashup of all those games. Mm. I mean, d- dare I say it looks like it's you know, uh, Sekiro easy mode. Maybe hmm. is that is that is that unfair to say that? I, no. I mean, I, to, to me, I, goes to, go go ahead, James. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say I got that. I got a very similar impression. I, I, when I first saw the game, I thought that it was very visually striking, but it did not look super interesting. And that's the thing that's got that had me worried. Mm. Yeah, I'm, but I'm, at the I'm, same time, oh. I'm I'm shocked that that you guys actually think it's like really close to Sekiro. Like that, I didn't get that impression at all. I I got that maybe from the setting, but my first incl- like inclination was to say, oh, this is AC all the way or, or Assassin's Creed. Like this is mm-hmm. yeah. it. Just it felt like that to me. Which, which at the same time, I think I, I, I was leaning more towards Sekiro because, like, I've seen more of that than Assassin's Creed. Oh, sure. I've sort yeah. of been off of, I've, I've been off of Assassin's Creed for like the last couple years. Hmm. I think the last one that I've 
I didn't finish it, but last one I played was um was Syndicate. They don't oh, even wow. play the same anymore. Syndicate yeah. was good. <laughs> yeah. But it's not even the same oh, so, game anymore. So I'm I'm in for a surprise when I finally start Origins then. Oh dude, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's that's surprising. Uh, do you if you don't mind me asking, like why what what about Assassin's Creed like has you turned off right now? Is it just like that basic open world gameplay? Like what what is it? No, it wasn't that. It was more or less that I played uh a lot of them like back to back. So I was just burnt oh, off from, like yeah. the series in general. Sure. Like I, I played I played two, then like you know, that whole like, you know, when two came out, then you have Revelations, then you had no, you had Brotherhood. You had Brotherhood, you had some other one. No, it was Brotherhood and Revelations. Mm-hmm. Or was there like a third one? That's okay. It. That was so, a yeah. trilogy. You're good. Yeah. So yeah, so you had those and then you had three, and then like three happened, and I was like, yo, what the fuck? What did they do? And you know, Unity came out, that was a mess. And then, you know, I jumped back in on Syndicate. Syndicate was cool, but at that point I was just sort of like just burnt out. Syndicate was the one with the brother and the sister, or was that Unity? Yeah. That, okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. The one that took place in London. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think it was just it was it was just being burnt out of just playing them year after year. Yeah. Which at that point they sort of uh oh yeah, and, and Black Flag was cool. I didn't finish that one. I think the last Assassin's Creed that I finished was three. All the you other ones like three? Got... Yeah. Oh. And it, was that was that the one I wasn't supposed to finish? <laughs> I didn't finish three. <laughs> did, did I fuck up? Is I, that the, I think that's I, I think that's why I messed up. I fucked up that way. Might have been, bro. Um, yeah. So I, yeah. So like all the other ones uh-huh. I've like dabbled in, but I've never finished. Huh. And okay. and 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 but to me, it was always I have these games at some point. You know, you know the the the, the issues of having a backlog. Oh, at some point, I'll go back and replay them. To the and that's my mistake. That's that's my problem. <laughs> yeah. That's all on me. That's nothing. That's that's nothing on like the developers. It's just it's my problem. I have a problem, guys. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. why we're here. That's why we're here. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, thank you for indulging me on the ghost thing. I I, I mean, we're going to talk about it next week anyway, like more in depth. But yeah, yep. I just, I felt, it felt weird in a way because I mean, and maybe it shouldn't because I mean, fuck it. It's like a, you know, some triple A, you know, big budget title, like it from a well-known studio. Like it doesn't really need our attention or like worry or concern. It, it'll be fine on its own. Um, Facts. You know, but it it was definitely a moment of just like why like why do i feel this way it was really a <laughs> very self-reflective <laughs> but yeah cool no it's un- completely understandable i just think it's in the generation burnt out in the formula mm. here comes another samurai game after how many samurai games we got in the last two years three years right right like it's just kind of like yeah. a poor timing i would say but I'm kind of glad that we're going in lowered expectations. Oh, for sure. Keep them tempered. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the smart way to go, for sure. Yeah. But, um, I mean, yeah, besides Infamous, I did start a little bit of Assassin's Creed Origins. Um, mm. at- <laughs> going into this conversation now. <laughs> that was a good segue. I know. <laughs> good, great segue. At the behest of uh, Subject T, I picked, up on, picked it up on a Steam sale. I was like, why not? Let's do it. And um, I'm, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. I like the the plot so far better. How far than, are you? Uh, um, I'm not very far. I am in the second town. Second town. Okay. I think I know. I can't that. remember the name of. The, I don't do, want to ruin any. Hmm? Do you know, like, in the story, what the Bayek's motivations are yet? I think the last thing that I did was I went to go visit the temple, and I had to play hide and seek with those five kids. Mm, do you remember okay. that? 
I kind of. I vaguely remember it. It's been a while. Yeah. We'll talk about it in a second because we're gonna like uh, tag in with this game. But um, yeah, yeah. I, you're, you're pretty early. There's a moment, and the re- the reason why I ask that though is because like I, I wasn't like it starts kind of slow to me. But there's a mo- you hit a moment maybe like a few hours in where you go, oh oh this game is going to be about that okay now i'm kind of interested in seeing what happens from here so i was curious if you hit that moment are we talking about the revenge plot or is it like more to it kind of haven't gotten to yet kind of the revenge plot yeah like more gets revealed about that um to a point where i'm just like oh that's that's fucked up like we should find out what's going on (laughs) okay so the last thing that i can say about that is it revealed what happened to Bayek's son? Okay. Okay. Yeah. And that, how it yeah. happened. That's the moment where I was like, okay, I'm interested now. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. Cool. That's all I was like, oh, it's that tale. Right. Right. This game is probably like, is a few years old. So we could probably spoil it at this point. Um, But, you know, I want to let's applaud that, by the way. Like, that was very considerate. You know, we don't just throw spoilers out here with no warning. That's really right. awesome. Good, good shit, James. I appreciate you. I try you. to do my best. I'm trying to get you to play it. I don't want to ruin it for you. Right. Because yeah, I, like, I have this installed on my PC. Like, at some point, I do want to jump into Oh, this. okay. Well, now I'm very glad we didn't just yeah. spoil it. Okay. Spoil this for you. Yeah. Go for it. Um. So, yeah. Uh, quick overview. You play as Bayek. He is a Magi of Egypt. Wait, Siwa is the name of his town. Mm-hmm. Siwa. And um, typical Assassin's Creed fair. Big faction rolls in the town, starts troubling, moving shit around, and can't have that. So now it's off to kill him. For like the, the abridged version. But it is a bit more personal than that this time around, which is good. Um, the voice acting is... That's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Serviceable. Writing is pretty solid so far. Nothing like mind blowing, but I'm I'm intrigued. I'm having fun. I killed one of the main bosses on accident. That was a cool moment. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, uh temple uh, invasion gone wrong. He ran out to fight me and fucked up. So <laughs> So yeah, I, I inadvertently killed one of the bosses, and that was a good time. Um I'm not so sure how I feel about the skill point system yet. Just because I feel like Ubisoft was in that weird position where they're trying to figure out what should be a skill point versus what should just be a, a mainline ability. Mm. And I think that's kind of where we'll throw a lot of people off about this game. Um, I'm trying to think me, of something. Can, yeah. Can you give me an example of what you mean? Because I, I think I'm following you, but I want to be sure. Like The one thing I can think of. And this comes back to me from Odyssey. I, this wasn't a problem in this game, but in Odyssey was they took away the ability to do the uh, the Animus Pulse. That was locked behind a skill point. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I'm trying to think of what it is in Origins that I feel like was a pretty mainline assassin skill that is now locked behind skill points. Oh, man, I'm blanking on it right now. Writing so, so tag this, in. in, in, this, <laughs> so in essence, this, this was like the first Assassin's Creed that sort of change your formula and yes. it's more of like an rpg now right yes mm-hmm. absolutely it is that that's exactly skill what points. i was oh i'm sorry james go ahead i was gonna say skill points aren't necessarily hard to come by in this game at least not so far mm-hmm. but it is still kind of weird having to unlock things you just figured an assassin would have or just you would feel it's like a mainline move from the assassin's creed series oh like wait so you have to use a skill point to use your hidden blade i don't have one yet mm, oh. yeah yeah i'm just doing a lot of mm. punching so mm-hmm yeah, you have to keep playing yeah. the game. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. Okay, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. I figured that was going to happen eventually. 
Right, right. Yeah, it's Assassin's Creed after all, right? Um, yeah, it's pretty much. I I agree with practically everything that you that you just said. Uh, it's it's a game that it's a game that I, I feel like is very, you know, it it is so different. Like when it came out, I want to say it was 2017 when it released, and you know, people were tired of Assassin's Creed. Chris, like literally, what you mentioned about playing Syndicate, like people were kind of sick of that shit, and so they took yeah they took an extra year off, um, and then released Origins, and and it shows they completely changed like what the game is um it absolutely is more of an rpg now everything that james said about skill points is is true um it is a system where you're always getting something see so the, the thing is I, I think overall like this is a good game like and i don't think i said that about assassin's creed since like maybe like black flag yeah probably black flag um and and i think it really only got away with it there because all the ship stuff was great um, mm-hmm. and it, and it, and it really tried to do more. I think if it didn't have that, I, I don't think I would have been as high on it as I was maybe since brotherhood. So I think like Assassin's Creed to me has like two brotherhood and black flag. And then I'm kind of done. Like it's kind of, I'm finished with it after that. But origins is kind of a reinvention of, of everything. And I think they pull it off mostly successfully. Um, uh, the one thing I will say is that this does feel kind of, this game feels like a little bit lackadaisical and I say that not necessarily as like a pejorative, like a, like a bad thing, but I say it kind of just because like it is a very checklisty game. Like there's so fucking much on this map that like you will probably never see all of it. I would not say do all of it cause it will take you well over a hundred hours. Like if you're really invested and you're interested, then definitely go for it. But like someone like me, I'm probably going to do like a few of the side things and then all the main stuff. And then, um, cause I'm playing through it like right now. So it's funny, James, that you're playing through it as well, because like I'm, I'm picking this up for like the third time at this point. Like I, I, I picked it up on a black Friday sale a couple years back, started it, dropped it for some reason, picked it up again dropped it again and now i'm like kind of in between games right now and this seemed like a very again sort of relaxing thing because it's very you're not really thinking too hard about anything um and that doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing like this is definitely a game you can put on a like a podcast in the background and just run around doing missions uh, which is actually what i've done this week like i've for a bit um which has been great like you know and it's everything is so fluid as well like i think this game might have the most fluid um like locomotion in terms of like going from traversal to combat and then maybe back to traversal things like that like all of it now it does it is very it is very like automated in that way like there's no yeah i was gonna say then wasn't this the game where they like automated a lot of that stuff yeah that's one thing i always hear yes this one and other one yeah the odyssey yeah um, Honestly, yeah. it, it is very anime automated like you're not there's no skill involved really with it you just kind of hold it kind of like uncharted you sort of hold it in a direction and everything is kind of done for you but the, mm-hmm. the but let's be but let's be let's be honest was there skill beforehand with, um with with assassin's creed 2 yeah i think there was with 2 and brotherhood yeah i mean in terms of I, like mm, you don't I feel like so? i was always holding I was always holding the button, hoping that they were gonna climb up on stuff, and like they do the they do the thing where he's like, they're, they're reach for like, nah. <laughs> nah. nah. <laughs> I felt like, and, like, yeah. and they'll go for it, and then sometimes they'll miss. So yeah, I, I feel what I you're know. I feel what you're saying, but I think in, though, in oh, go ahead, James. I'm saying, and that's the point, though, Chris. Like, you can't miss in these games. Exactly. Like, okay. you're yeah. gone. If you want to yeah. go up, you're up. 
If you want to yes. go down, you're down. Yes, 100%. Right. That's, that's better than Yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to say. That's perfectly said. Um, this you, you cannot really fail parkour, or it's very hard to in this game. You can jump off of shit and die, but, like, you have to really be trying to kill yourself. <laughs> like, um, it's it's not easy. So, um, yeah, I, I, you know, it's not, and that's not necessarily a criticism because I, I do think the animations for the, in this game are, like, really well done. Like, I think it's, yeah. it, it is fun to, like, climb up stuff and, and, and do your little PK maneuvers. Like, that's awesome. But, um, but yeah, everything, but, but the car parkour does represent, at least to me, everything else in this game. It's very, it is very checklisty. So you're going to like do a lot of side quests that involve you, you know, picking up things fetch quests things like that like this game has a shit ton of those um you know you want to go get just synchronization points like go do that but i mean but that's what i'm saying is like if you're in the mood to like do that which sometimes you might be like maybe you want you to do something while like watching youtube or a movie i would never do that shit but maybe you somebody else wants to do it like you know uh and, and this is the Honestly, that's, that's what i have that's what i have Final fantasy 14 for but I mean, I'm still, sure. I still want to give this a shot. Yeah, I think you should. I, I, still, I, I think you should. Wanna, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think this is a good enough game, and a, 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 I would say enough of a departure from the previous games that I would definitely try it just to just to see what all the fuss is about. Like, I think it's worth that. Yeah. Hmm. At some point, I, pro- I promise you, subject. I'm gonna play this game, and we're gonna have a conversation about it. Yeah. One hundred. One hundred hours later. Years. Dude, Ooh, I, I will say I that this is like this is might be one of the most daunting open world maps that I've ever seen in a game. Like, James, Have you played Odyssey? Not yet, but I've heard it's way worse in Odyssey. <laughs> I've heard it's way worse. Like, you just pull out like with the map, and it's just <laughs> when, you, when you zoom out and you're like, oh, that's a pretty big map, and you zoom out again and you're like, oh, that's a really big map, and then it doesn't <laughs> stop zooming, and you're like, yeah. what? What? No. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, I still have not seen all that map. Right. And I finished the main quest. I have yeah. not seen all that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about all t- that. T- typically, I would be like, you know, oh man, there's nothing wrong with like a big open world map. No, there might be a thing as as like you know too much space <laughs> in these games. Like um, when they say they're pulling back in Valhalla, that's a good thing, people. Right. If you're not aware, that is a great thing. Yeah. Please. Too much. Yeah, I will say that, you know, traveling between like just without fast travel is actually not as bad as I thought it would be because the locales seem to vary for the most part. Um, and they obviously they're reusing certain assets, but it honestly feels like you're kind of in a different place. And honestly, and there's all these different like structures and things like that. I mean, obviously, this is a um, this is a historical fiction title so it's not going to be one-to-one obviously with what was going on then but they take liberty with certain things but um it's nice that a lot of it was based in actual uh you know actual fact like things that structures you know they did their research on what things looked like how people acted um they utilize like certain language um to kind of emphasize that as well so it's it's cool and they they always they do the assassin's creed thing of hiding it behind like the computer program so when someone like says something in in you know a different language like a foreign language something that's not english they'll be like you know oh the animus just fucked up or glitched up or something so there's there's still that stuff can we talk about that real quick because i think that's the reason why i stopped caring about assassin's creed is once they finish the whole you know desmond storyline and 
I feel like the whole like current day, like present day, yeah, it's uh, storyline. It's all bullshit. Like, it doesn't like it doesn't yeah. matter. They're jumping all over the place. There's no, no, there's no like you know the the stakes are gone. Yeah. So yeah. at this point, I th- I think at that point that's as that's truly the reason why I don't care about. Y- yeah, I, honestly, you don't don't play this for the current for movie. the animus. Yeah, don't yeah. do don't do that. Like that, you you will drive no. yourself not only insane but also upset. Like you'll be angry because it's just because it's, it's just so fucking dumb. Like it, at this point, um, like they try to do some of it in in Odyssey or Origins, like with this new character Layla. Um, and it's not like like it's not offensively bad, but it's just like okay, put me back in as Bayek. Like I just want to know what's going on in it's, Egypt right yeah. now. Yeah. Do you feel that it's way, James? Kind of did. Exactly how I felt. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Know what I wanted them to do? At some point, I wanted them to be like, hey, listen, uh, Watch Dogs is like the current day Assassin's Creed or something like so, like so tie tie the two to, together somewhat. I feel oh, like I, I feel like when Legion happens, we're gonna get there. And there have been Abstergo so. references in Watch Dogs. Wow. Yeah, the Ubisoft yeah. video game universe. Uh oh yeah, just, no. just put it, just pull it, pull it all together. Like, the, we we all we're all ex- we're all expecting it. I don't see why not at this point. I really don't. It, yeah, but don't play this game for the animus sections or the animus list sections. Yeah. This game should just be called Animus and just be <laughs> done with it. Like, right. get rid of the Assassin's Creed yeah. thing so there's no more confusion. It's called the Animus series and let us let us have it. Because it's a really cool concept. Historical events, fun action, stabby people's. Yeah, I think where they I think where they messed up was once they finished the uh, Desmond stuff and they're like, oh, you know, Assassin's Creed is just it's all based on like whatever timeline they're exactly. currently like focused on. And then and then they started focusing on like the movies. And then I think they wanted to do like a TV show and it was all supposed to be tied in together. I was like, doing too this much. is where you lo- this is. Yeah, you're doing too much. This is where you're losing me. I think you're trying to do too much at once. And like they're half doing it. If you're gonna do something ambitious like that, go all the way. This this was their opportunity. Like Origins was their chance to say, "All right, fuck all this animus stuff. We're just doing like you're only gonna be like in ancient times, uh, you know, in in a historically, uh, in historical fiction title." And they didn't do that. Like I honestly, I didn't think that they were going back to future shit. Like so, when I was playing through Origins, I was like, "Oh, oh no, what is all this?" <laughs> Are we still doing this, guys? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. <sighs> anyway. All right. Origins is good. You should I think you should play it. Agreed. Agreed. At some, at, at some point. Yeah. But not you, Chris. You at home. Listening. <laughs> play it. Right. Wait, you're right. It's so up you. I- yeah, it's on you, Rod. All right. Uh, I've not been playing like a lot that has been super interesting, but I did have something I did want to talk about very quickly that I got to try, which was uh, Arizona Sunshine. And that was something that I bought on literally a whim <laughs> at one o'clock in the morning uh, <laughs> for, for $40. You're welcome, Rod. For <laughs> $40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, oh man i'm sorry so it and this is a, a vr game on uh, i'm playing it on oculus quest apparently this is on like almost everything like it's on psvr and the rift mm-hmm. and uh, maybe vive all that other stuff so that's cool yeah. um but uh, this is a zombie shooting game and i played horde mode initially which i didn't i haven't really other than super hot i haven't really played any other game like this maybe that space pirate trainer game got close but as far as like a true blue sort of quasi horror shooter game um, i hadn't really touched anything so i was looking forward to it 
seeing what it was like. And, uh, you know, it turns out it's pretty it's pretty fun. I, I've had a really good time playing it. Uh, Chris and I played a bunch of it together. So we played uh, the horde mode initially, which is fucking long. Like, I don't think it actually ends. It might literally be endless. Is that right? Or am I wrong about that? I'm see. So I'm not sure when I play with people, they want to play on normal, which to me is like super easy. So like maybe the first couple of rounds, I'm like actually like aiming my shots and like, I'm, you know, I'm shooting around, but then once we hit like wave like 15, like I'm bored. Yeah. Uh, and like I sort of wish that they had like a boss round or like something like that that sort of mixes it up because eventually, like, I start getting reckless. I start walking up the zombies and like cocking the gun sideways and then shooting them in the face. So, right. yeah, they, that's that's something that they sort of need to improve on. But I think, I think when looking at the leaderboards, uh, I think there's a cap, which I think is maybe 60. Which oh, we weren't too far off. It's, right. it's just that by the time I get to like, you know, 40, 50, and like I'm not really dying or like sweating, like sweating as in like panicking that, you know, I'm either almost out of ammo or like these zombies are about to kill me. I get bored. So normally, like, yeah, I think 49 may be the longest I played personally. But normally by then, like I said, like I get bored. And like, you know, you we were playing and I was like, yo, like, what are we doing, guys? This is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the horde mode is pretty bare bones. Um, and I don't mean to say that it wasn't fun. It wasn't it's not bad. I think it could use some improvements. Chris pretty much nailed all the things that I think it could use. Like it needs some sort of stopgap. Um, it needs some sort of maybe like skill check or something. Like something to say, yeah. break up the monotony. Um, whether that's through a boss battle or just different types of waves maybe all zombies who run at you uh, maybe more on screen at once i don't know something but yeah it, it's it's what it's pretty much what you would think you know you get different types of weapons so you get like you know pistols shotguns uh, rifles all sorts of things as far as i'm aware you don't get melee weapons is that correct yeah, there's no melee weapon. Okay. I don't know why I was expecting Aww. that, but like I was for <laughs> and I never got it, so I was like, oh, maybe it's later, but yeah. Um but we played like two and a half hours in that horde that one session. Like the one horde session. Uh and we got to like pass wave fifty. So that was it was fun though, kind of coordinating and, and shit. I have not gotten very sick in VR until I played that game. Um, which is funny, ironically, because we, I was just telling Chris earlier that day, like, ah, oh, man, I've got my VR legs. I've, everything's fine. You know, I haven't played a game until, yet. Until you, until you play with me, because I'll push you to the limit. Man, I, when I tell you, like, it took me probably, I mean, I had been in VR already for like four hours at that point, like doing other stuff. So maybe that was oh, also no. the thing. Um, but, you know, I went into this game and it, I put on smooth motion, which didn't fuck me up until like an hour in. And I was like, oh, God, and I just started feeling not good. So then I just sat in a corner. <laughs> it basically just picked apart zombies from there and, and sat next to an ammo crate so I could just turn around and didn't have to move. <laughs> um, it, it was it's really, really neat, though. So you have it's very intuitive. So, you know, you pick up guns and uh, you fire down sights like it has a very unique vr aspect to it where like you're not pressing a button and your character's not automatically aiming down sights you literally put it up to your face and like aim down as if you were actually doing it i'll never get over that in vr it feels very authentic um in a in a way uh and 
I appreciate that. Like in a zombie game, that I mean, that's what you want. You want to feel like that. Um, it's not scary, really. Um, I would say there is like one sequence in the campaign, which Chris and I have co-opted half of it or most of it at this point. And uh, there's a sequence in the mines where it is probably my favorite of the whole campaign so far. Uh, you have to, it's completely dark, pitch black. You have a flashlight and you can, oh, no. you literally only illuminate like the areas in that your flashlight is on and you absolutely cannot see anything. I don't even know if you can see like, yeah. you might be able to see like the, the lights of the zombies eyes or something, but, uh, or the whites in their, in their eyes, but I, I don't think you can see anything else. And uh, it's very effective. I will say it's again, not super scary because the game is very cartoony. So it, you're not like, it's not resident evil seven or something, but like it, it does the job of like, you know, you know, panicking of, of like, Oh shit, I need to reload. And everything is, again, very intuitive as well. So like you have your ammo literally right in front of your body. So like every time you want to reload, you press a button on your controller to drop the cartridge. And then you like kind of swipe the gun across your body to like reload as if you were actually, you know, um, loading your ammo. And it's just really neat. That kind of attention to detail is something that I appreciate in VR. Um, and I like in this game. Um, but yeah, as far as like some negatives, I don't super love. I know Chris, you're you're kind of saying, oh, it's a part of the charm. But I kind of hate the narrator. I kind of hate him. Uh, <laughs> he's kind of fucking annoying. Uh, he's always talking. And yes, I understand he's the only person like in this zombie apocalypse. But he's like, I I didn't. I, I honestly didn't know if it was a joke at first. But I I, I, don't, I think they're they might be playing it straight. But he's always like. He's, he always calls the zombies Freds for some reason. I don't know if that's been explained yet. Has it? Freds? No, not yet. Okay. Oh, but it Fred. does get explained. Okay. So, yeah, he's calling all the zombies Freds. Kind of like uh, uh, I Am Legend, if you ever read that book or re- watched the movie. Will Smith calls the uh, <sighs> little mannequin Fred. No, Fred. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah that's all, all I can think of every time he says poor. this. <laughs> yeah, poor. <laughs> <laughs> Um and and but he the the main character reminds me of Will Smith in that scene except over like the whole campaign and you know it's funny at first and then eventually it's just like okay all right come on it gets it starts getting sad because like with what's happening in the story Mm -hmm. like you can sort of see his like descent into even more bad like he's already crazy but you see his descent into like you know true madness yeah it's being like you know. The only person i think you just thought about that way harder than the game's writers did um damn for which for which i <laughs> for which i commend you for it um you know it's not to say they made a they, they, made mad at, they did not make a bad game they didn't like i like the game a lot but just the dial it, it feels like the they sat the voice actor in this room and was gave him like a few shots of bourbon and was like hey read these lines and he's like yeah fuck it so uh yeah it's it's kind of it's a thing but yeah, you know, not super graphically impressive either. Uh, you know, it seems very blocky in some aspects. Like it just, it's not super like, you know, but nothing on the Quest really is, I don't think. It's not a super powerful machine. It's running on a Snapdragon processor, which is not, it's like a cell phone chip. Uh, <clears throat> a little bit powerful, a little bit more powerful than one. Um, so if you're coming to it hoping to get like grisly details, I mean, you're not getting that. Zombies in here will explode in like thick red chunks like that are very they have a lot of polygons uh so you know it is it is kind of like that but it also kind of makes you feel like you're in a different version of doom except not in hell or maybe it's hell i don't know maybe i haven't gotten to the end yet maybe you're in hell the whole time uh, 
But uh, overall, really liking this game, though. You know, I don't have too much more to say about it other than you should definitely check it out. And def- much more fun with a friend as well. Grab a friend if you can, because it's very fun with, with yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to say, this is uh, like I've played through the campaign on PlayStation VR. And, um, you know, I'm playing through it the first time on Quest, which sort of has like a downgraded experience a little bit because of just like the hardware. But uh, I don't know. I think for $40, you're thinking, all right, this is a pricey VR game, which for the most part, a lot of VR games are either 40 bucks. They're either like anywhere between 20 to 40. Yeah. A lot of like the experience type games are going to be like your $20 games. But with this one being 40, you're asking, damn, like, is this like enough of an, an experience to actually justify the 40? I feel that this game's gameplay mechanics and just like the overall like atmosphere sort of like it's 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 worth the 40 for the fact that you have like you know you have your campaign you have like this horde mode so like i i always have friends saying hey yo you want to hit up some zombies i'm like all right bet pop in you know we play some rounds and like i I get my you know my value out of that yeah um because the game because the game itself it's fun to play Mm -hmm. like you said like it's super authentic um a a lot of people i play with are like yo like you know how are you getting all these headshots well aim down the site like actually aim Mm -hmm. and you'll get these headshots yeah so so, yeah so you know i i really appreciate like that realism um and play the game with headphones because zombies will like sneak up on you yeah and it's it's not fun when that happens yeah 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 this game is a great showpiece like if anyone's ever like ah what's vr about i don't understand it like this is one of those that i would definitely pop in for sure because like you said it's like it's it's a perfect uh immersion um experience you know like you you you, i don't i I love how mm -hmm. like when we when we started the game when you're on that bridge Mm -hmm. uh, and like if you're watching the stream right now like we're like they're sort of showing it here you're able to sort of like open these doors and like physically like look in yes to the cars and like grab ammo look for like things inside the cars yeah like you could you could physically do that and you know just that type of experience is pretty cool yeah um I'm, I'm, and like if, and mm-hmm. right here like uh where they're showing like you like uh breaking the glass of like the container with a gun and able like you're shooting like the glass and sort of popping your head out the window to shoot the zombies like that type of experience you don't really see in too many VR games. Yes, absolutely. That is, that is the point. really glad you said that. Excellent point. Um, I completely forgot about the cars. That is actually one of the better moments, maybe one of the best in this game. And it sounds like so simple, like, oh, you can look out car doors. What the fuck? Like, no, it, 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 you, it provides you. My favorite VR games are the ones that, that make sure that I'm not be able to experience this particular thing that I'm seeing or doing anywhere else anywhere else other than vr and yeah the the idea of poking your head through a door peeking like cracking it just a little bit peering in with your actual head and like you know taking pot shots like that's awesome that's not something you can do on a flat screen it's just not uh and this game gives you that so yeah it's worth it for that alone honestly it's a great car door uh (laughs) shooting simulator (laughs) put that on the box done <laughs> yeah, so, so maybe james james maybe we'll get you in yeah at some point i do have maybe. it on my it's, it's installed oh you have it on i'm your ready yeah oh i did not know that oh we definitely maybe this week maybe this weekend i have a day off Excellent. i can make that work 
Excellent, excellent. All right, then that's about it for me, though. Chris, what you been playing? Well, I, uh, goddamn, I took some advice from you guys. I'm like, all right, you know, me being an essential worker and like being back in the public for like about at this point, fuck, has it been a month already? It's three weeks or a month, yeah. No, it's been longer than that. It's been like more like a month and a half going into two months mm. being back out in like the public. Wow. And it's, it's it's something where my perception of reality is completely different than people that actually like have, you know, work from home or they're collecting unemployment checks or like whatever, like however it is, you're at home quarantining. That right now at this point is a it's like a dream. Like it, 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 like it's something where like I, I wake up in a cold sweat thinking, damn, like I was actually living like the whole content creator life, waking up, working on the podcast, making content, editing stuff. And then just like, I don't know. I feel like that taste of content creator life was like, it's, I, it's, it's making me work even harder mm-hmm. <laughs> to get out of retail so that I can sort of focus in on it because um, just, yeah, like when you, when, when, can I say for people that are like whenever you do have to go out um like please have respect for the workers you know if a store is asking if a store is saying um that they're not requiring masks but you see mask signs everywhere please wear a motherfucking mask we can't force you to wear a mask yet but we have to put these signs everywhere to remind you that it's it's a courtesy thing I'm wearing a mask for you. I'd like you to wear a mask for me. It's that type of thing. So um, I'm saying all this to say that, you know, there's, there's like a level of frustration of, you know, uh, you know, going back to retail, doing all this. And then also, you know, if you guys don't know, I've also started a second podcast and like the, the growing pains of like starting a second podcast and like learning how to do a show with another group of people so um which you know that in itself like i feel like if you're doing podcasts just do one podcast <laughs> yeah. they're, they're doing two and and like my i'm stupid potentially doing like another one that i'm planning it's it's rough it's He's rough. insatiable guys it doesn't stop <laughs> but um yeah it's just it's it, there's certain frustrations that you know make just make things just rough. So like playing a video game, like, you know, playing last of us, you know, I, I picked, I, I picked that up because I felt like just the conversation, like I wanted to be part of that conversation. I, uh, which not saying like, I forced myself to play it. Like I wanted to play it, but at the same time, I look at all this stuff like a job too, but a job that I enjoy doing. So I'm not like, Oh man, I had to play this video game. No, like it's, it's, it, I'm, I'm just saying like, it's something that I felt like I needed to put out the content for. So I did it. So when it comes down to playing like actual video games that I want to do, I it's it's tough. Like I'm at that point where like I could either pop in like a movie, but at that point I don't want to do it. Or you know, I'll pop on my Oculus. Shout out to my VR family, which Rod, you met some of them I did. over this past week. Uh, you know, I think at this point the VR stuff, you know, Alt Space, which they're getting a new, um, they're redoing the avatars as of today. So oh, as, yeah. soon as, I finish, as soon as as soon as this is finished, I'm jumping onto there, creating my my avatar, my VR family. They already sent me <laughs> pictures of like their new avatars. I was like, oh, that's that's cute, that's pretty dope. So <laughs> I yeah, I'm excited to jump on that. 
And um, yeah, like I think, you know, VR, that's been like my go-to. That's been my saving grace. So you know, I wanted to shout that out. Uh, shout out Alt Space. But at the same time, I'm still a fucking gamer, guys. I still want to I still want to play stuff. So uh, you know, Rod, you said that, you know, this game helps you out a couple months ago once you were like jumping into the whole quarantine thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Doom 2016. I hear so much about this game. I hear a lot about this game. So I was like, you know what? I've had it, you know, on my PS4 for a minute. Let me go ahead and pop it in. Let's play it. And that's what I've been doing on and off over the past couple of days. And everything that you guys have said about this game is true. Like, uh, just it's a power trip. You know, you're you're thrown in as like this Doom Marine who, which like the story is not, you're not playing this for the story, but the story's there mm-hmm. and it's moving you along. But it's essentially you playing as this, you know, this Marine who doesn't give a fuck about yeah. uh like direction. Like you have <laughs> you have a voice, you have a voice telling you, hey, we need to do this so we can save the world. And you're like, yeah, let me get the shotgun and just shoot a bunch of zo- uh, a bunch of like demons. So good. It, it gets to the point where like at one point you you're you have to find like these vo- these valves. Yeah. And he's like, all right, we we need to do this thing. We need to carefully uh, <laughs> turn these valves off because this energy source it took like took thousands of years to to figure out how it works. And we need to make sure that we you know we reserve it. The the <laughs> marine was like, yo, what? Fuck, fuck your feelings, fuck your energy, and like straightens up destroys these valves. He yeah. doesn't, and like the whole time, the guy in your, the, the guy in your head, like the, the, the whoever is giving these missions, he's like, "Yo, what are you doing? <laughs> we need this. It's, it's gonna take. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> You've just set us back hundreds of years in scientific research." Doomerian's like, fuck "Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah." So he doesn't, yeah, he's like, he's like, so what? So it's it's that type of like writing, and like you're you yeah. know the person the, the doom like the doom marine. He he does does he have a voice? I don't think he has a voice. No, he's just, he doesn't. Yeah, he, he's just he's killing things. Yeah, like, like viciously. Like I, I was so you you said something interesting. You you were like, <clears throat> I wasn't playing this like for the story. When I picked up Doom twenty sixteen, I was not thinking about the story at all. I wasn't thinking about the story, yeah. the writing, none of it. Like I was just let me shoot some demons and be done with it. Um, I was shocked that by the end i actually kind of cared about what was going on and, and that's what's happening it's, yeah. it's giving you it's giving you like mm-hmm. these small like bits of story where it's yeah. like you could sort of care about what's going on or you could just run around and start shooting stuff. absolutely so it does yeah. it it does at a point where you're getting both at the same time yeah but the gameplay is so fun that you're at the same time getting the story that it's not a great story, but it's still a story. Part of the uh, right. par- part of the brilliance of it, of the delivery of the story, is that they are not taking it seriously. I, I don't think you could have released a Doom yeah. game in 2016 and played it with a completely straight face, and how and had <laughs> if it come out like you know as good as it is i I think that if you do that you run the risk of of you know being a parody of yourself and oh wait so a parody you mean like the doom uh was it doom three with Dwayne Dwayne the rock johnson (laughs) was it with that doom that awful doom movie that came out right right yeah yeah that one yeah um was that really that bad yeah yeah, it wasn't. I good. haven't seen it at all. So these, 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 so, so I'll just say this is like during the dark ages of the Rocks movies. Remember when like, the Rock was just like, like Scorpion King? Of, yeah, like those dark tall. ages. 
we don't yeah. talk about these movies. <laughs> these movies never ha- they they never happened. But granted, you know, The Rock is like he's he's the highest paid uh, entertainer right now. No, 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 no. Dwayne Johnson is the highest paid entertainer. <laughs> right. Once right, he dropped right. The Rock from his titles, You're right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get it right. Dwayne Johnson. Let me put some respect on his name. Mm-hmm. You right. My Dwayne, right. my bad. Right. There you That's go. my fault. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kiss the I ring, Chris. Up. <laughs> I, I, I fucked up, guys. Dwayne <laughs> Johnson. Smackdown. Oh, candy ass. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that's where they learned, yo, these Doom, the, the Doom franchise doesn't need like a super deep story. It doesn't need a, it doesn't need to take itself seriously. Like they learn to have fun and like make make light of itself. And that's where I think this game mm-hmm. succeeds in a, in a lot of ways, you know. I hope yeah. we can take that lesson forward into this next generation. Just Me a too. reminder to you, to devs out there, not everything needs to be like a Last of Us 2. Right. Grim dark shit. Yeah, exactly. Just have fun. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm I'm having I'm having fun with that. I think just looking at the um the chapter uh like you know what chapter i'm on and everything like that i'm about halfway through the game which takes apparently it takes about uh about 11 to 12 hours to finish right so sounds right i'm about halfway i'm about halfway through there so and then you know luckily shout shout out to you know gamefly i already have doom eternal just waiting for me to finish this so i can jump straight into that and i feel like i feel like you know like i said this game is uh i you know, like going like if, if if you've ever been depressed, you've know you know that doing things that you really enjoy, you can't do. So I'm glad that I have stuff like this to sort of like distract me from saying, Oh, let me just lay in bed and like mm-hmm. not do anything. You know, uh I I'm I'm at a good point because I'm killing hordes and hordes of demons. Yeah. Killing your demons. Yeah. There's Boom. something so satisfying. That's the, that's up, the, what's the name that's of the what? name of the episode, by the way? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, there's just something so satisfying about like the enemies in the game. What you sh- normally fear, like as a player, like they're scared of you. And I love that. There's so many amazing references. If you go through, I don't read mm-hmm. a lot of like codex shit, you know, in a lot of these games. There are a lot of just super bland text. I don't love it, but the stuff in here is really great. Like if you ever pick up some of the like diary entries or journal entries um, and read more about like the enemies that you're fighting, like they are fucking terrified of you. And like it just reading about their their they quiver in fear. <laughs> like it's it's so good. And it and, and it makes like your interactions more aggressive. And I love that. It like the game gives you a if you want a like a power fantasy like that's what this game is it's just a power trip the whole time yeah so like you know between like them throwing in i love that they throw in a lot of like the scrub uh demons that you could literally like so when you when you want to do like a glory kill in this game you shoot like a, a demon enough time you'll see them like glow a little bit you can run up to them melee and like you'll like just brutally destroy them like these scrub enemies, you could just straight up just run up to them and melee them. You so, can you can uh, you feel, can do that with almost anyone. Any enemy has a glory kill attached. No, but like you have to do enough damage to initiate the. Glory oh kill. sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see yeah, what you're so saying. Like, yeah, yeah. So like they they sprinkle in enough um, grunts mm-hmm. that you can literally sort of like just go through like crowds of grunts and just keep like meleeing them, keep doing glory kills. Right. Right. It's like an endorphin trip. It's pretty dope. Yeah, it is. 
Oh man. Which at the same time is genius because the game doesn't want you to stand still. Yes. Uh the game wants the game wants you to keep moving and wants you to, you know, keep shooting, keep killing. Mm-hmm. And like having these these enemies like in like just in your face that are super weak. That's how you get your ammo back. That's how you get health back. Yep. You essentially as you if you if you keep moving and you keep like if you like for me, I'll leave like a pocket of like those scrubs, like just running around, just in case I do need to get some health and uh like run over you know just beat up a bunch of them and then like i have my health back yeah and and that's an ode to the earlier games and arena shooters in general like those were built off the design mm-hmm. philosophy of always having the player move never let them stand still i started doing way better in doom 2016 as soon as i realized that and i was like oh yeah i should be playing these like I should be playing this like I would the older games or any arena shooter ever made, like Quake or whatever. Um, and yeah, it's so fucking satisfying. I love this. Game. I can't wait to play Eternal, to be honest. That's what I should have been playing instead of dicking around with uh, some of these other games. But go ahead. <laughs> so I've been playing that. But then also, like I said before, shout out to Oculus. That's been like my like go-to um, for just relaxing after like a a long ass day dealing with dumbass people outside that aren't wearing fucking masks. Um, but uh, there's a game called The Under Presents, which is a super interesting game that I'm pretty sure once I'm done describing it, Rod, you're gonna go buy it. <laughs> you, you know what's funny? It's on. It's in my library right now. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't played it though. So the, <laughs> so the The Under Presents is developed and published by uh, Tender Claws. It is a really unique game where you have you have two sides of this game you have the single player which you're playing as like this weird like think think like the like think of like journey where like you're playing as like this being that can't talk can't like you can't say anything but you can act out stuff like you could like with this being vr you can move your hands around you could snap you could like do different things um but like you're in this um in this world where you're essentially learned like there's a uh, boat that sank and you're essentially uh going back forward and back in time to figure out what happened and like why the sh- you know the ship sank what's going on there's like a overlying there's an overlying like story behind it so that one's called time boat um and it's it's essentially you being first person inside of a play like you're watching like these characters interact with each other. You're watching how like certain characters can't be trusted. Some characters are actually really good. It's uh you're you're there on the boat while everything's happening, and you're a you're pretty much at that point you're sort of like a ghost where like they can't see you but you can see them, hmm. and you're you're using your mat like you pull your mask off and you could sort of rewind time or uh or fast forward time to sort of see where these characters are going, what they're doing, who they're talking to. And, um, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It was really interesting. Um, I played maybe a little bit of that portion. There's another portion of the game called like that. There's a portion called under, which is their multiplayer hub where there are like, you know, other things to sort of discover. There's like puzzles and things like that. But the twist behind the under is that there's other players in the world with you. Hmm. so um i meant to put this on the screen hold on uh so yeah so like you're you're in this uh arena with like other people and you're sort of like 
trying to just just figure stuff out but like i said this is multiplayer so you can't talk to people but when you see people you can sort of act out and like they'll point and say hey pick this up put it on your mask you know rewind time and then like like something else like pop out and summon and like you just sort of use that to like do different type of like uh magic spells and stuff like that so it's 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 really unique. Yeah, I was about to what? say this. This sounds like un, this sounds unlike anything I've ever really heard of, like in VR especially. <laughs> like I'm very yeah. I'm very interested in this. Yeah. So like when I first jumped in the game, I had someone show me how to, um, I think turn things into like a golden form of whatever you're throwing into like your mask. Um, and th- there's just certain things that you'll sort of pick up and learn while playing it. Uh, the game will sort of teach you certain things, um, but it's cool. Like I said, it's uh, you have like this multiplayer aspect where you're like learning puzzles and like using like these these uh, magic skills to figure out the puzzles in their environment, and then you have the single player aspect of uh, the time boat, where you're trying to figure out why the boat sank, what happened, and everything like that. So that in itself is really cool, but Right now, um, there's an event called um, it's called the Tempest, which uh, it's like it's it's really cool. Um, for fifteen dollars, you're essentially in a one man play. It's a one man play that turns into like everyone that's there being part of the play. Uh, so there's a live actor that's um, you get teleported into like a theater. There's a live actor that's like narrating the story for you. That's currently like sitting, like standing there with you, also in VR. Uh, they're narrating, they're telling you the story, and um, with this story with the Tempest, uh, I don't don't remember the names of the characters, but like he's like saying, "All right, you'll be this person, you'll be that person," and everyone else will be like, you know, people in the background doing certain things. So while that's happening, he's narrating what's happening in the story, and uh, this, I mean, it's it's. I think the Tempest is like an actual like play. It is, yeah. So if you look. Yeah. So, you know, if you look it up, you'll like this is, this is like an actual story that you're actually acting out with this live, like this real actor. That, uh, and it's cool. Yeah, that is it's, insanely uh, inventive. Yeah, it's it's about and it was cool about it is that with since you're doing this with a live actor, like every, literally everything that you're doing is like it's, it's reactionary. So like if, if you start this this thing off and like you're sitting around a campfire with the actor. As soon as it started, one of the other players like got up and like stood in the fire, and like the act, the the, the narrator was like, "All right, so we're not going to do that. You can't stand in fire. That's distracting." So like he like respawns them and like moves them out of the fire. So it's, huh. it's certain things like that. It's really cool. So essentially, you could do this multiple times, and like your 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 experience will be different because you're doing it with different people. That is fucking cool. Yeah, I need to play this. Um... Yeah, I would probably do that. So, yeah, it seems like the narrative huh. itself is is uh, <clears throat> rooted behind like these puzzles and everything, and you're kind of like discovering mm-hmm. things like slowly. That's everything's being unraveled. Um, that seems really neat. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. This is one of those like weird indie games that if you want to experience something different, this is the thing. This is the game to play. Like, sure, it's, it it's really like cool. It. Um, and then, like I said, the Tempest, this is an event that's running from now up until early September. So essentially what you want to do and how they set it up is you log into the game, 
you go up there's like a theater that you could walk up to and there's like an actual like ticket booth you talk to the teller they tell you like what times they're doing the play which for the most part is typically you know eastern time 9 p.m 10 p.m okay um and you essentially have you have to be in the game you have to be logged into the game so that you get teleported in and just like a real movie if you miss it you miss it like this Unfortunately, there's no refunds on that. So make sure that if you're going to buy a ticket, make sure that you're actually, you know, you can actually commit to making the time for this, Hmm. which I mean, for a lot of people, a lot of people are still quarantining. So you have the time. Hopefully you're not really going anywhere. Um, So I feel like this is a good time to actually like for 15 bucks for about 45 to 50 minutes being part of like uh, a play. Like it's 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 fun. It's, It's it's different. Yeah. Sure sounds like that's so what's up with like he's chopping onions and then there's like a, a trash monster and now there's dancing fish are these all just different plays yeah they, they, oh no no so all of this this like this they're showing bits and pieces of the under which is the multiplayer aspect and then oh, they're okay. also showing bits and pieces of um time boat which is where you're trying to figure out why the boat you know was uh why why did why did this boat sink why is the boat under yeah <laughs> good to know but yeah it's yeah it, it's pretty cool it's a it's a unique experience that once again i feel like this is one of those um this is one of those vr games that you'll show off to people but show off to someone that sort of has the time to really like jump into the multiplayer and experience all this like if it's not something like where if you have like 15 minutes to show off you i'd i'd, I'd show off another game i'd show off maybe like you know arizona sunshine i'll show off something else but like if you have time for someone to like say, you know, they come over like, hey, like I want to see what this VR stuff is all about. This is one of those things. If you have the time to actually sit them down and let them like mess around in their environment, yeah, they'll have fun with it. Yeah, it seems like it's using. It's not using VR as like a like a like a cheat tool. Like it, it is really utilizing like the uniqueness that VR can bring, uh, like as a platform. And and I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's and it's not just another shooter, which I pre- I love games exactly. that are, yeah. are, you know, utilizing something else other than killing something. Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. And another shout out is something else that they do in this game is, um, you know, a lot of games in VR, they'll do something where, you know, you teleport to where you want to go. Uh, this game does something a little different. You know, you can still walk around and do like the smooth locomotion and everything, right. but there's instead of teleporting somewhere, you're uh you're holding on to like like your, your character like snaps and holds, and then you could pull yourself to the place where you want to go. Very cool. I like that. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. So instead of like teleporting and like blipping over somewhere, you're snapping and then like you're where you're like holding your hand you could pull in to where you want to go okay so that's just normal traversal i saw it happen yeah. in the trailer i thought it was like magic or something mm. that's, no, that's, cool. that's like if you yeah so like if you want to move like for me if i want to move around quick somewhere that's how i'm moving like i'm snapping and like pulling to where i want to go this man got web throws web zips i love it <laughs> yeah so that's so that's a, yeah so that's a definite shout out that's something like, that right. i'd love to see mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to see in um in other games I think yeah, I think they show it right here. Yeah, they snap and then like pull in. Yeah, right there. Okay. Yep. That, that gave me like um dishonored vibes. Yeah. I don't yep. know why, but yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yep. But yeah, that's that's you know, that's what I've been playing. 
this week. Uh, a lot of like just kick back and relax games, yeah. especially especially after you know all the stuff that we're going through. I feel like you know now there's there's uh, there are squirrels in Colorado that have the Black Plague. So what? yeah, that's the thing. If you if you didn't know it, there's there's a, a, some they found they found out that the um that these squirrels in Colorado have the bubonic plague. So wow 2020 yeah. truly the year 20, of dreams 2020 <laughs> the year of jumanji is that the july jumanji. thing is that july's we're, thing yeah we're, we're talking about jumanji in the chat yeah this is that this is uh this is level seven jumanji dang i can't i can't <laughs> what's next all right, so <laughs> all right so we're gonna go ahead and jump into the news for the week um a lot of uh a lot of a lot of directs, a lot of like you know, uh, like events happened over this past week. Uh, so you know, we'll, we'll we'll sort of dive into that. Um, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna, I'm gonna switch it up a little. Let's talk about this first because I know no one else cares except for me and 73, no, 63 other people. Uh, Stadia Connect happened a couple days ago. Happened a day ago, and uh, just just to shout out what they talked about during the Stadia Connect. Uh, you're getting one free month of Stadia Pro um you got they, they they have like the stadia premiere which is a chromecast ultra and a controller for 100 bucks of course 2k games it's coming in stadia um there's another game that uh sekiro coming to stadia i don't know how that's gonna work because i know those games are very like uh reflex based it's like very precise response heads reflex yeah so good luck if you have uh shitty internet just don't do it just why are you why are you on stadia if you don't have uh good internet, good internet. but even yeah but even on that um we <laughs> the super bomb super Bomberman uh r which has 64 player support so essentially you know me 63 other uh, 63 other of the other stadia users we all gotta hit each other up and say hey wednesday or no it's thursday 9 p.m. Let's go ahead and get some rounds in on Super Bomberman. Just to get the full support of it. Dead by Daylight is coming. And Hello Neighbor. Is That's what they should have called this direct. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> well, Chris, are wanted- you excited for, for Stadia's direct? I just wanted to pull that band-aid off while <laughs> just rip it off right now. Did it make you go load up your, your stadio? I I I loaded it up like the other day just to redeem a bunch of the free games that mm. they've uh <laughs> that they've given it's, that I haven't redeemed over the past month or yeah, two. Just keep it in the library, um, you know, just in case for a rainy day. <laughs> when the internet go wait, no, when the Dang, I can't even do that when the internet goes out. Damn. <laughs> yikes such a great idea do that this whole thing <laughs> amen right, so if, if google's right about this in a couple of years i will own it thank I will you own, Good. i will own that i talked all the shit about them up until this point but y'all ain't showing me nothing so i'm gonna talk my shit sorry all right go ahead Chris. so let's let's go ahead and talk about the directs people actually cared about uh let's start with devolver uh devolver digital had their direct and in true devolver fashion like was like it's like it's like an it's like a a, a movie in yeah. itself. Oh, it's a, it's an on it's a serialized narrative like the whole thing from like year to year. Yeah. Crazy. So I mean so we saw we saw some cool things they had announced um which I I don't know like the games that got announced 
I feel like have any of you guys played? You know, we got Shadow Warrior three, we got Fall Guys, Carry On, uh, uh, Uja, Ouija. Is that how you? Ouija, Ouija. Like, I think Ouija is like or yeah, Ouija is like no, OU. Isn't that like Ouija boards? Yeah, it's that's Ouija what I was thinking. It's like OU though. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Serious Sam four, and then at the end of everything, uh, they showed off, which I think is really awesome because I played it, played a little bit of it. Oh, good. Um, the Devolverland, Devolverland Expo, which is essentially, uh, a game that they made where you're playing as a person that's essentially went to E3, but E3 is of course canceled, and you're going like booth to booth, uh, playing all like not playing but watching trailers of. Uh, these games that they announced right right and like getting like getting more getting more of like a deep dive like you'll have like developer commentary over the trailers That's yeah cool. it's it's definitely presented in you know normal devolver fashion which is very you know sarcastic it, you know everything is like it's everything's a parody like they're making fun of like you know obviously they're they're very aware that they're participating in the cycle that they're making fun of so they're in a way they're perpetuating it but they're at least self-aware to say you know yeah we're gonna still like continue to shit on it but like we're gonna make you have fun while we do it so that's really cool like i like that they do that you know they call attention to the industry itself and kind of turn turn the gun on it on themselves which is nice yeah uh how do you guys feel about the games that were shown off during uh the direct I played a very small amount of Shadow Warrior. I think it was on uh, Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really enjoy it. It felt almost too too loose for the camera system. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same issue I run into with um Dishonored 2. I don't know, it kind of it it's not fluid enough for me or it's almost too smooth. I don't know, it just doesn't feel like I'm in control. So Shadow Warrior 3, uh Really cool concept. Reminds me a lot of Doom. If they can get the control down to something like a Doom level of precision, then sure. The thing I'd is, be down for it's, it. It's an arena shooter with like they them throwing in like a lot. So you have your arena shooter, you have you have like your sword gameplay, you have mm-hmm. like they throw in magic. They and throw I love in a those lot. Things. So like, yeah. It's just that there's so much going on all at once. Mm-hmm. If it's if it works, if if they can balance it right. I'm interested. I'm interested. I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, uh, besides yeah. that, like not a lot really jumped out to me. Carry on. I've seen before. It's a fun little concept of like being the monster in the spaceship. And like crawling through the vents and eating people. Like That's that's fun. Mm-hmm. But like Fall Guys wasn't very interesting to me. We've done series. Fall- so I feel like Fall Guys may be a great game to stream with, like you know, your viewers, mm-hmm. or like I, don't, I feel like this is like a very Twitch game, right? It's something that I can easily see myself, like you know, once once I get back to regular streaming days, um, saying you know, hey guys, we're gonna play Fall Guys. Let's you know get some matches in. Mm-hmm. I can see this being fun with like a with a bunch of friends. Yeah, this gives me like a gang beast element. Yeah kind of vibe to it but you have to be into that type of stuff to really like get what this game is doing exactly because if you if you don't then you're you're, you're definitely not gonna like the game oh. no, but I, I mean i feel like i feel like at the same time you have to i feel like having a friend uh pull you into this I'm like hey like play this play it with me 
I feel like that's how you can get people into it or like watching having having like for example if I got let's say if I stream this and you see how much fun I'm having with like other people you you'll be more inclined to uh downloading this maybe that's what I need maybe that is exactly what I need yeah. but uh I think but yeah just going on videos need, we though. need to see more we need to see more people play this I think that's mm-hmm. what it is because it kind of reminded me of um like wipeout the, the game yeah. show wipeout with just more mm-hmm. people in it that's okay. the vibe I got yeah and and I think that's why I see myself playing this game is that I I definitely see this being a game that I'll 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 pop on stream. I'll I'll say it's the most interesting battle royale I've seen so far. <laughs> so I'll give you that. But I have no at idea. What, not, at least you're not shooting people. It's different. It's a little right. Different. But I have no idea what Ilja is. I don't think I missed that one. So. Hmm. Yeah, um, I I got. Is that the one? Oh, go ahead. Was that the one? Was that the one with the spear? I, could be. I don't yeah. know how I missed this, but that oh, that was pretty cool, actually. Yeah, this one is like you have like a uh, so, sort of like a harpoon that you can sort of you you're throwing it around and you're you know you're teleporting to it and like doing different things with it. Hmm. So two D action, eight bit style. Yeah, kind of reminds me of um, Titan Souls. How you don't have that one projectile, mm-hmm. and you can only move with it or whatever. Yeah, I, I think like this it. one. This one has the. This one has the potential to being something different. Mm-hmm. For me, this is like this is my. I would I, would, I want to say this is like my game. I'm gonna pick up on. I like I'll play on through Game Pass. But at the same time, you know, look at what our game of the year last year was. Um. You know, games like this will, and it sort of changes up the pace. And if if like if it's done correctly and the pacing is right, I I think I like this one. I don't know how I didn't see this. This was a lot more interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But but Rod, what about you, man? I got a few games out of this. Um, I think <laughs> Carrion and uh, it looks awesome. That interests me greatly. I like James said. I think the concept is unique, uh, and they're playing on that a lot. And Olegia, I think, is easily the most interesting thing that they showed here. Uh, it looks like a another Katana Zero in a lot of ways, but just mm-hmm. in a different setting. And obviously, as you know, Katana Zero was should I play that uh, game of the year last year? Um, even though Outer Wilds was my personal favorite, that's okay. Um, you know, it is what it is. We can't always be right, Roddy. It's all right. I, ooh, man, that is like a whole. <laughs> that is a whole. Not to go off on too much of a tangent here, but um, I watched a friend. I gifted a friend Outer Wilds uh, last week during the Steam sale, and. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had never heard of this game or anything like that. And I, he had been giving me updates. He played it for like a week and he, he was giving me updates every single day, like where he was, what his theories were. It was fucking great. And he was eating it up. I have not met anyone in my actual life, like somebody I, I know for real that actually really liked the game like I did. Um, and so it was really gratifying in a lot of ways. And I watched him play the last like two hours or so of that game. And it was like, the most it was probably the best experience i've had like in this entire year like in terms of gaming um just watching just watching someone like experience it all over again i was like getting emotional and like it was just it was great like i was watching him stream it on twitch and uh and it's 
such a fucking perfect game. Like I just, I, I just think it's 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 fantastic. Anyway, sorry, way, way <laughs> tangent, way way bad. Okay, um, yeah, Olija looks very nice. Um, Fall Guys, I kind of agree with you guys on. Um, it it looks like so. I wasn't impressed initially, like when I was watching it as it went on, and then I think I saw it again. And I was like, you know what? That and I said pretty much what you guys did, which was like, this might be way more fun with an audience uh, or with like a bunch of people that you actually know. And uh, so I think I'll keep my eye on that for sure. Uh, so yeah, I got I got a few games out of this. Did they say whether or not this is gonna be free to play? I don't know if they said that for Fall Guys. I might be wrong, but I don't recall that. Yeah, I got. How much I would you pay for this, that? Chris? I'd pay 20 for it. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, 20. <laughs> 20 sounds good. Cool. Got everybody on the same page. 20 sounds fair. I feel like, so I feel like I'd pay 20 for it, but then at the same time, 20 should be like, it should come with like costumes. It should come like, okay, like you're doing want. too much. That's too much. They're not going to do that too all much? that. They're, gonna, they're yeah, not going to do probably that. probably get like two no, or three costumes. Yeah, because yeah, because at the same time, like I'm pretty sure like they want you to buy like these costumes. So hmm. yeah, at least give me something to start with. Sure, sure. Is this like Hungry Hungry Hippos? I'm just catching this now. Is that why they run into the middle? And wow, it's. I mean, it, like you said, it's it's essentially you and sixty other people on a wipeout course, which I love. I I fucking love wipeout. So being able to experience that in like in a game, I you know I'm sign me up. I'm here. But then at the same time, I feel like I'm I'm that one asshole who like if they give you the ability to like grab onto people or to hold onto things. I'm that one asshole that's going to try and like, if I'm not going to make it, you're all failing with me. You're all coming with me? Of course. <laughs> if I don't win, nobody wins. Yep. I feel it. But yeah, I think, I think that's, you know, it, Devolver, like they, they, they have like such a name now where, you know, they're able to pull off having a direct like this, where like, he's like Rod, like you said, it's a, it's an event all in itself. Like it has its own storyline, all of these, you know, conferences that they've had over the past couple of years all linked together so sign me up for i can't wait to see what they do for 2021 yeah this crazy ass year that we're living in Mm. even then like they sort of like just referencing covid um also seeing them like at the end them doing like showing like the behind the scenes and like people on set wearing masks and like you know a lot of people a lot of the these uh uh directs, you know, you're you're video calling like developers and stuff. So you're you're seeing all that stuff. It's still like grounding itself into reality, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. But yeah, you know, yeah. Always shout out shout out to the developer. Like they they you know they haven't missed yet. So keep keep on going. Definitely went above and beyond with that direct. Like I think that was more interesting than the games they showed off, to be honest. <laughs> You know, in past oh. years, I would I would say that's accurate. Like, usually they show at least one thing where I'm like, oh, okay, that looks nice. Like, I think last year might have been my friend Pedro, um, and they'll mm, they'll they'll such do a good th- game. Yeah, yeah, and they'll they'll do that. And I, I don't think a lot of people tune in for the games. And not to say that they don't have good games to show off, um, because I mean, here I think might have had the most games they've shown in one conference or or presentation that i've been like kind of you know interested in checking out more of um but it's just their particular brand of of delivery is it makes it worth watching every time and then they're a good publisher anyway like i do genuinely enjoy their games a lot so i'm glad they're still doing these 
They're like the adults from video games. It's pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah kind of. Yeah. yeah, I can definitely right. see that. So last we have uh, the Ubisoft um, forward, which I I missed, but I caught bits and pieces because um, like this this wasn't Devolver Digital where I was like, all right, I have enough time to sort of watch, you know, certain stuff or like watch what's what matters. Uh, I shouted the subject to she was like, uh, yeah. Uh, if you're gonna watch a direct, just watch Devolvers. I'll I'll send you links for all the other stuff. Which, thank you for that. <laughs> That's what I did. Um, but yeah, uh, the Ubisoft Forward. They they you know if you didn't take advantage of it, there was um they were giving out Watchdogs too, uh for you know linking your Ubisoft account while watching it, which of course, uh failed miserably. And I think at some point they're like, hey, just link your account and we'll give you the free game or something. I still haven't gotten mine, by the way, Ubisoft. It's been two days. I haven't, I haven't even checked, to tell you the truth. Are they, is there any word on that? Nope, I have the Uplay open because I've been using it for Assassin's Creed Origins. And uh, nope, nothing yet. But it said it should be delivered to your account within the next oh. day or so. So, well, we'll see. So, so, yeah. So, I guess we can sort of just, like, as a whole, what you guys think about uh, the Direct or the event. And they showed off a couple games, of course. They showed off uh watchdogs watchdogs legion uh brawlhalla is coming to mobile august 6 tom clancy elite squad which is a mobile game a lot of mobile uh in this and then of course uh the hyper uh, hyperscape story they showed off some gameplay and then assassin's creed valhalla and they um they wrapped everything up with you know which what i feel like would have been a great pop Mm -hmm. but or scott leaked uh far cry 6 which is coming out February 18th, 2021. Uh, what do you guys think? Oh, the, yeah, big you, you three, the big three for me are Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, and Far Cry. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really care about mobile games that much at all. So you, you lost me straight out there. You try to get me with Sam Fisher. I don't get a real Splinter Cell. I don't care. Leave me alone. Um, I don't. Yeah, just a spit in the face of Splinter. Thank you, subject. She wrote that, and she's right. Don't spit in my face. Let me have my Sam Fisher. <laughs> but um, going back to things that we did actually get to see, Legions looks like a lot of fun. I think they're actually going to co- like execute on that concept and make it work. And that's what had me worried at first, because play as any NPC at any time. But I think they've done a really good job of like randomizing the abilities, getting voice actors on all of the NPCs. Um, and then everybody's dubbed over with different lines, so everything somehow makes sense. It's really ambitious. Like something I had not expected to see from them, but I'm I'm looking forward to that one for sure. And I'm kinda iffy on Valhalla. Just kinda. So I was gonna say so like with with Valhalla, I I think for me it's unfair for me to say anything about that because like I'm in the same boat as I've been in at the beginning of the episode with Assassin's Creed. So like everything everything looks samey to me. So um I you know I, I sort of I guess sort of wanted to hear more from, from about Valhalla from you guys. Um, okay, like what especially with you guys playing through them now. Um, what's something that you would want to see them do with Valhalla that you sort of saw off of this? Right. you got anything you want me to go? Oh, I've got a lot of things, but I want to make, I want to make sure that you, you 
Go ahead. I have a lot of things about pretty much this okay. whole this whole thing, but I, I want I don't okay. want to cut you short. Cool, cool, cool. I'll, I'll go short then. Um, honestly, I feel like from what I've seen in the gameplay, they're making changes where they didn't need to be any. Um, because I, I I watched a lot of impressions of other people's gameplay. I've watched like two hour, three hours of gameplay at this point. Um, things that they've added, like the stamina system for attacking don't know why you do that when you're trying to encourage trying different play styles out uh they've nerfed the birds in this game i don't know why they did that takes away a lot of your planning routes for stealth playthroughs um and then the raids seem kind of i see where they were trying to move forward from the arena battles of odyssey but I think having the fight between almost like a four honor style of breaking through the barricade is going to take people out of the experience. And it doesn't really leave room to innovate. But again, this is all just based off of early gameplay videos that we've seen. Um, nothing in this is final. So it is subject to change. But from what I'm seeing right now, it seems like they've limited a few of the things that have been around in the Assassin's Creed games and made Odyssey for me a lot of fun. And trying to tack on extra things they don't need to be there so like i understand them saying oh this isn't you know final gameplay like this this is coming out in a couple months like how much of this is really going to change unless they like from the ground up say hey y'all i'm sorry we fucked up we're we're we're, we're gonna we're really we, we're gonna take everything y'all have said about this pre-alpha gameplay or whatever and we're gonna fix the game i don't see that happening i see this game coming out in November. Um, you know, this is something that uh, a lot of people that are getting next gen that they're looking forward to. Like this is like this. This will be one of the next gen games that a lot of people are going to pick up. But it doesn't so, even look next gen. It which, looks like a PS4 this game. Is, this is year. This is this is year one of uh, of next gen. Like nothing is going to look next gen until two years from now, two three years from now, when these games are specifically made for next gen. Yeah, especially but yeah. I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Like using yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is like I want this to be my next gen launch point. Mm. Just doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be like a a wise move. Mm. Just given the state of how video games are, like you I get it, right Assassin's there. Creed. It's not, it's not a wise move, but I mean the the mass public they're not going to see it that way. Right. They're going to see it. Oh, this is PS5. This is Xbox Series X. Where's my next gen? Mm-hmm. Fast load times, I guess. But I like running around in Animus, so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If anything, they could really stand to delay some of these games because I feel like they're going to cannibalize themselves between Legion, Valhalla, and I guess there's a few months to let it breathe for, between that and Far Cry, but that would have been a good springtime game, summer game. Mm. But that's just me. What do you think? All right, right everybody. All right, everybody, roll up your roll up your sleeves, get comfortable, ride. No, no, <laughs> said you got a lot. I'm no, ready for this uh, one. Well, I mean, just because, like, before I say anything about this particular event, and I've already kind of fucked up because I talked about Assassin's Creed Origins <laughs> earlier in the show. Um, but you know, before I say anything about Ubisoft's event, like, first of all, I need to say, like, up front, like, I'm super 
pissed off at them because um, of their statement or lack of one that they made during this presentation. I know they went and tweeted it, um, but that's not fucking enough. Like you need you're a multi-billion dollar company like to not say anything during your uh, presentation to me is really fucking whack. Like I don't understand that uh, decision at all. Uh, Make it about the games. I mean, I think that it's clearly like that's what they did. Um, I don't think that was a good move personally. Uh, and it just, it, it leaves me with a bad taste in my mouth, uh, just like kind of through the whole presentation. So I already had that kind of going. going I was going to say, so, so Rod, for, for the people that don't know what's going on, what's going on with Ubisoft right now? So there were, as we've talked about on this show for the last few weeks, um, there have been a number of, you know, Me Too related allegations uh, concerning multiple people at Ubisoft, really at all various levels. Um, But the most high profile ones would be the ones like the executives, Uh, several CEOs of different divisions and branches of Ubisoft uh, that have have had multiple allegations leveled against them. Uh, They have actually been ousted at this point. So they have resigned and they no longer work there. Um, but they, what happened was they tweeted, I want to say it was like maybe hours or like a, an actual day before the event, something like that, sometime close, where they were like, hey, on their official Twitter account, they were like, we're not going to talk about like this event or mention it because we're we're going to talk about it later or something. And I don't know. I just, it just struck me in a really weird way. It didn't make me feel super comfortable. Um, and I just thought that was poor form. Uh, so definitely wanted to just say that at the top. Um, this event, I was going to say, oh, even, what's up? I was gonna say even on, even on Twitter, uh, I saw there's a lot of like, you know, graphic designers that were like, Hey, you know, coming like, this is what I do in the industry. Right. And honestly, and in, in, like they said, honestly, including time to re-render the video, it honestly would have took maybe about three hours to like do like actually say something and like have something at the beginning of the show mm-hmm. explaining all like what's going on. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to, I don't think anyone's expecting them to like, you know, take 10 minutes of their presentation and like do a thorough breakdown. You know, I don't think I'm not expecting that, but something, some minute, 30 seconds, it's just some acknowledgement that like, this is a thing because in my mind, you're going to get way more eyes on this, this presentation than you are on this piddly ass tweet that you just sent out. So yeah. But is I, that not, that's probably the point. Exactly. No, you're 100% right. Exactly. Uh, They didn't want that to, in my mind, they did not want to sully, quote unquote, sully their their presentation, games presentation with like real life shit going on. So yeah, I I think you're spot on. Yeah. Especially at the top of the show, that would have been like a what? For, For a lot of people. Well, good to me. Like for me, that's like a, that's, 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 I can only say great. Like, you know, the people should, as many people should know about this as possible i think it's something that's gained enough traction and that i think is important enough to where people should know uh i think that's good transparency uh you can only expect so much from like a corporate entity but i think i was just personally really disappointed in that uh and i wish i was just hoping for more from them especially from eves uh eves guillermo uh, he is a he's a figure that like i you know i I don't want to say respect, but like, you know, I admire a lot of his passion when it comes to the company, like how he wants to run it. Um, You saw a lot of that like a few years back too, when they were like under threat from being, you know, absorbed. Uh, Like the, he was out there even on the E3 show going like, Hey, we fucking like making games. Don't fuck this up for us, please. Uh, Like it's, 
I expected a little bit more there. That's all. Um, but as far as the show goes, um, I'll be honest. I got almost nothing from this show. Like, irrespective of like my qualms with like how they handled all the Me Too stuff, I I am not. I did not come away from that show excited or with anything. I think the biggest question mark. I think I think one thing that might be interesting down the road could be watchdogs if they pull it off for me i look at that and i see highly curated experiences i don't i hear that like all this ambition which you know just like last of us 2 i will applaud ambition all day even if it misses and maybe that's the case here with watchdogs uh, mechanically with how they plan on introducing the uh, randomization stuff but i just foresee 30 hours of that game and a bunch of repeating things and a lot of the string and you being as the player being able to see a lot of the strings they showed a segment where like you the player character is interacting with like i guess your ci or something somebody um up top and it's like you get you know little varying bits of dialogue obviously the different voice actors and i wonder how much of that we'll be able to really kind of parse out and tell like oh this is clearly kind of general and generic because we have to be able to slot like 80 different people in here um Mm -hmm. i don't i I don't know how well that's going to work yet that's not something i think i'll know until like i get my hands on the game just at all um but i don't have any i didn't come away from it thinking that they pulled it off. Uh, I came away with more questions than anything else. Um, you already have touched on, you guys have already touched on the mobile stuff. I don't really have much of an interest in that. Fuck that elite squad stuff. Why do that to Sam Fisher? That's fucked up. Um, and uh, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla thing, I actually mostly agree with you guys on that. Uh, I, to me, it doesn't, I don't think that game looks bad, but it doesn't look interesting. Like it doesn't look like anything that, origins or odyssey wasn't already it looks like just to me what odyssey was supposed is is basically from what i've seen of odyssey um but with a viking skin with the exception of the community stuff to me it represented a shift in like what two to brotherhood was where brotherhood was a i wouldn't say an evolution of two but like a slight upgrade to two um with incorporating the you know multiple assassin angle um and that seems like kind of what is they're doing here is that they're presenting a slightly upgraded odyssey with a community aspect building up the your village or settlement which i think on its own is neat like that's cool and if you've never played origins or odyssey maybe valhalla will be it will play better for you um and and maybe you do want to wait for that game so uh, yeah, and Far Cry 6 landed with a relative thud for me uh, because it's a CGI trailer. We don't really, we don't see anything. They did not show shit from that game. So we don't really know how different it is from the formula. We've had three, four, five. We've had three games at this point, Far Cry 3 through 5, that have all kind of been variations on similar things. Uh, and one two it, expansions. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Um, yep. So, like, if six is more of three through five, like, I mean, seems cool, but also really safe and uninteresting. So, not necessarily something that I come away with personally very invested in. Um, so, yeah, this whole way forward was to me just much ado about nothing. We didn't see uh, gods and monsters. We didn't see beyond good and evil 2 where the fuck is that like like that. we're not getting that game guys right Sorry. yeah i don't think that's <laughs> that's, that's the ha- new duke nukem <laughs> duke nukem Damn. eventually came out though duke nukem 3d or forever came out it was shitty but it eventually happened 
Um, okay, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll just take ten more years. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't come away with this impressed or interested in in any of it. I'm actually really glad that uh, James, you were here to share your perspective on it because I, I, I was I was genuinely <laughs> curious. No, I mean, I was genuinely curious. Like you know, like what people found interesting not in like a derogatory way but like i seriously wanted to know uh like i'm not trying to be funny i promise i'm not (laughs) no uh i I mean genuinely because like i want to hear the opposite side of it um right you know so here's hoping that way forwards from here on out maybe they address some of these these other more serious real life accusations better um and maybe they present uh more games i mean look they said at the very end that there will be more, so we'll we'll surely see one before the year is out. I'm I'm assuming, mm-hmm. and uh, and we'll maybe get Far Cry gameplay from there. Maybe we'll get a deeper dive, maybe something less curated. I doubt it, but like maybe we'll see something, um, maybe new, or maybe unveil some of these smaller games that I know Ubisoft has in the chamber. So, yeah, that's that's what I'm kind of hoping from here on out. All right, rant over. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Ruddy. You did you did good, son. <laughs> yeah i mean maybe that's the time where we'll get to see those games we haven't seen yet the beyond good and evils skull and bones was that the way is that like the um the pirate game i believe so yeah 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 i really don't care about that gods of monsters which is really just sounds like odyssey reskinned mm-hmm. yeah that's a game we don't know anything about and it's like we that this way forward would have been an excellent way to showcase th- something like that um, they showed enough smaller things with the mobile titles to where I feel like they could have, you know, squeezed it in there if they had it. But maybe they're suffering some here's, sort of here's, so. Here's here's, here's something here's a positive here's something positive. I feel like with them not showing us this stuff, let's hope that it's focused. It's a it's a it's a next gen focused game. Yeah, let's 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 push this all towards you know next gen. Get the most out of it, and I'm glad that we're not really seeing too much of it because I feel like us seeing stuff from it, we, we'd be expecting it sometime soon work on the game you know once it's like 80 to 90 percent finished then i'd love to see it but until then just like that's why i hate that they announce games super early yeah uh oh, take scroll the, six. Take the, Sorry. yeah take take the nintendo route like don't tell me anything about it until a couple months out before it comes out like that's really paper, paper, paper mario is coming out like the end of this week we just heard about it a couple weeks yeah ago. completely forgot that game was releasing completely Yep. yep reviews alive so it's it's here so, so yeah so i think just you know let's just wait on you know gods and monsters let's wait on you know uh beyond good and evil like it's there i mean I, you know we know they're working on it let's let's just hope that they're just working on the next gen versions of these games that's a good thought i didn't think about it like that okay yeah, Chris is you trying to. He, Chris is uh, doing the half gla- uh, glass half full thing, which is respectable. It's commendable. It's the next gen pass. It's fair. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. But next year, yeah. though. But but to, to sort of wrap up, um, you know, just uh, the Ubisoft forward. I honestly, think Watch Dogs Legion was the game to look out for. Mm-hmm. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that Far Cry Six was just a CGI trailer. I would have loved to see gameplay from that um, based on just pure gameplay of what we saw. I think Watch Dogs Legion will be the game to look out for, you know, whenever the, it comes out. I think this October, year, right? late October, late October. Yeah. is going to be the game to look out for. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, so. 
So that's that. Uh, that's the news for you know this week. Once again, we want to hear from you guys. What do you think about uh, these uh, directs from this past week? Um, what do you think about Stadia? I'm kidding. I don't hear you. I don't want to hear any slander on of Stadia on my timeline or I at least do. anymore, <laughs> or at least any more slander because I get enough of it from these guys. Um, but yeah, I want to. Are you going to Stadia tattoo, it. Chris? If they pay me enough for it. <laughs> Really? That, that's on record. No. Forever. No. No. Well, you got them, guys. A, there you go. It's, it's a, watch it. Watch it get sound. Like someone takes that and it's like a sound bite or yep. something like that. Would you get a face tattoo? No, hell no. Okay, just making sure. But, but for the right price. <laughs> don't don't look at me like that. Put that away. <laughs> Put that away. <laughs> All right, so let's let's uh let's talk about this um topic for tonight is gonna be all right. So we have a couple of video game, you know, movies, TV shows that are you know right around the corner. Uh, well, not right around the corner, but they're they're being worked on right now. You know, as of today, officially, they're like they're shooting Uncharted. You know, that's something that's after how many years, finally being you know worked on. It's it's happening, guys. Um, there's that there's, uh, we heard last week that my friend Pedro, uh, fallout and disco Elysium are all, uh, being worked on for shows. So, uh, my question to, you know, to you, Rod, to you, James, and also to our listeners, uh, should video games, like, should they be turned into TV shows and movies? Why or why not? And can they be good? Which, you know. We we've we've seen I've I'll say that we've seen the horrible, of course, but then at the same time, like we've seen some things actually work out okay. So um and I'm looking at I'm looking at you, um, Detective Pikachu and uh Sonic the Hedgehog. I think those two movies are really good examples that if done like being done right, it can it could work. Like I I'm I'm ex- I'm excited that they announced Sonic the Hedgehog two that that's being worked on right now. Um, you know we we don't I never thought I hear that. Uh, what like I'm excited for that. I the first hey, yeah, he's... Are you are you are you listen? Are you guys saying that because I'm a Sonic fan? Are you saying that because regardless, I still would have been excited to see the movie come out. I didn't think that you would have been, but now that you tell me this, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about your judgment anymore. I too am a Sonic fan, but I can admit when trash is trash. <laughs> you, wow, have, you, not trash. You, you are a rare breed, James. A rare breed indeed. <laughs> I, I want I want him to do well. Okay? I don't want blue bull. I want blue blur. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just trying I just, to... I, I just hope that they do um, supersonic. They have to. I'm yeah. sure it's that's coming. What we, that's, the third movie. Knuckles will show up. Yo, Sonic 3 and no, it writes itself. But yeah, back to the topic. I don't know. Um, It depends on the game for me. Like Fallout, I feel like could be a lot of fun. For me, I would go more like an anthology kind of route. Exactly. Maybe set it in a certain city, but just focus on different characters within like whatever New Vegas or the like... um the DC wasteland or wherever they're going to put this one. Miami would have been cool. Cause we haven't seen that from fallout yet. But my thing is like, 
where would you put a fallout show if you had a choice i would have to be like eight some one of the premium channels hbo probably it's the most popular one okay and location wise from like a narrative standpoint where would you put it most of them have been in what like the northeast or like uh, west west coast something like that yeah either north coast yeah, yeah or west coast yeah i wouldn't have a problem with that because I, I think let's of like a, uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's do a fallout uh fallout atlanta <laughs> sure why not it's pretty it's much that anyway listen we're instead of bottle caps they're they're we're trading lemon pepper wings wow no that's so many bottle caps <laughs> could you imagine to play the lemon pepper wet post-apocalypse no reds <laughs> come on I, yeah, I think Fallout could be f- cool. I don't know about my friend Pedro. I feel like that game is too... It's too set in the fact that it's a video game to make a good show. Hmm. Is yeah. that supposed to be a movie or is that a show? Uh, is it uh, a show? I think it's being turned into a show. Yeah, no. Nah. I mean, maybe I need more about the story. But just for like what I've seen of that game, mm-hmm. slow motion kickflips, skateboards, crick shots are fun. But a whole show about them, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, we- I mean, I, I was gonna say, I think, like you said, it just falls down to like how they do it. Like, who's do we? I mean, do we do we know? I mean, we know who's being uh, who's working on it, right? We yeah, have but- the John Wick co-creator for Pedro, right? And then the Westworld crew is working on Fallout with Amazon. Mm-hmm. And apparently Todd, I'm not going to, that's mean subject. Todd Howard is involved too. <laughs> you <almost> said it. <laughs> I did. I did. I'm out here trying to read these notes. Oh, um, man. But Disco Elysium, Chris, you've probably played the most of that, right? Out yeah. of three of us? That, that in itself has like enough story to be a really good show. It's it has it like it's written in a way where you're you're going to you're gonna you're gonna hate the main character, but at the same time you're gonna love him. Mm. But you're really gonna and like if they do this way, I'm thinking they're gonna do it. You're really gonna hate the main character. Yeah, so I'm actually I'm I'm excited for that. I mean, and would that could that really carry a whole show or just a movie? I could see this. No, I could definitely see this being a show. You know, you have your overarching plot of like, you know, the what's happening on what's happening in the game, but then you know, just episode through episode, you're sort of going through the story. You're building up like, you know, uh, the character, building up like the partnership between the two main characters. It could be done as a show. Okay. Yeah, I mean, what you were saying earlier about like, hey, can can these be done? I think the answer to that question is maybe because it depends on. I, I don't know if it relies so much on like what the property actually is because you have so many examples in film where uh, there's a really stupid ass concept that somebody comes up with, but ends up like maybe a license or something. And it ends up being really good. I'm like, I think, I, I think of Lego movie when I think about that, because that is, it's literally just Lego. Like there's no 
fucking concept. There's no story. It's just Legos. Like that's all it is. It's just one giant <laughs> like fucking brand. But they actually managed, at least with the first one, to make a, an excellent film um, that is that can stand against, I think, some of the best animated films of the 2010s. So, you know, it, it, it depends on who's doing it and why could it do that? Because, uh, you know, Chris Miller and Phil Lord were uh, – if I got that right, I always fuck up their last names. I think that's right though. But the, the duo, that, that particular duo, um, traditionally take bad ideas, um, and create craft great films from them. So I think it matters like who is doing the, the, you know, who's behind the camera that matters maybe more so than like what the subject actually is. Uh, when I think about like, you know, I, I wasn't too, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog is is okay. It, it was fine. It was for children, but it was fine. Um, and that's not like a bad thing. That's it's completely fine to have. Like, like again, Lego Movie was for kids, but it was also fucking great. So you can certainly yeah. kind of play to a different demographic um, and still be a good movie. But I think uh, Detective Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog were fine. But I also think, at least in my opinion, they were. F- they were fine because my expectations were so fucking low. Like it was really, it was going to be really, it had to be really bad to, to really, you know, hit that bar. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, but neither, I think are really groundbreaking experiences. Um, but I also think that those movies were directed by people who are, uh, who have made like competent films before, like things that were just fine. Um, you know, you guys were talking about my friend Pedro. I actually think that might be a good idea for a TV show, not necessarily because of like the gameplay or what it is. Cause I think on its face, it might be a bad idea. Uh, but when you think about it, when I think of my friend Pedro, I don't know about you guys, but I think about like the crazy gun foo acrobatics. Like that's what I think of. Um, and the director for that, uh, David Leitch, uh, he, He's known for that. He did John Wick. Uh, he did Atomic Blonde. Um, but he also did Hobbs and Shaw, which I fucking hated. So, like, maybe it's going to be not be, it might not be all that good. So, um, you know, I think a lot of that will matter on the, the personnel behind it. Uh, I'm most interested in kind of what we sort of talked about today, which was the Uncharted movie, which just started filming um, today. And uh, what you guys are thinking of with that, because that that was never a franchise that in my mind needed a film because it's so much of its identity was trying to be a film. uh, And when it is an actual video game, it's trying to be Indiana Jones and things like that. So it's like the film to me runs the risk of feeling derivative of other better films in its own medium. Uh, And I'm not certain like if it should do that uh, like i said so so ahead. i want to i want to shout out the um fan film that was made in 2018 sure uh for uncharted with nathan fillion mm-hmm. like i feel like that in itself sort of shows like if they take if they take aspects of what they did here and then of course from the games itself like i'll i'd love to sit back and watch a movie especially with uh with tom holland tom holland i feel like will will bring will bring young nathan drake to life to the point where like it's he i i'm not gonna say he's gonna save the movie but i you know i can see him doing well in this movie yeah well mark Wahlberg plays sully so put that in your hat i guess (laughs) 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 Um, that could that could could work i don't i sure sure i don't know fuck it man they just they just took a dartboard and said fuck it 
it lands on who it lands on. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, it's not impossible. Like an Uncharted movie is not like impossible to envision. Like I, I don't like you, I think about it and I say, OK, sure, that can be a thing that works. But does it need to exist? Do, do we need a ninth Fast and the Furious? Hell, yes. Maybe I don't know. Yes. <laughs> after eight, yes. I don't know. After seven, I would have said hell yeah. But after eight, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like if done right, like an Uncharted movie, and if they do a franchise off of this, this could this could live in that same plane of existence as all these Fast and Furious movies that we have. It's literally go into the theater, turn your brain off, and have a good time. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if their intention is to just make a better, like, Indiana Jones or whatever, then yeah, it could be awesome. But it's something, like, I'm bro, serious. Like, it's, it's something, like, just don't take, just don't go into it taking it seriously. Like, you're not going right. to write a, uh, you're not going to, like, we're not winning Oscars it, here. It, it, well, yeah, no, you're not. no, Chris, don't even know. We're not going there. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. <laughs> I was like, mm, I mean, we might. Mm, maybe. Uh, we've gone too far. For like costume design or special effects, maybe. <laughs> oh, I feel man. I feel like we're we could be living like based on like I said earlier, based on Detective Pikachu, based on Sonic the Hedgehog, we could be living in a time where these people that are working on these video game movies slash TV shows are finally going to get it right. Like the, you know, the, the 2020s, well, not 2020s, but the 2010s that, that those are the comic book movies. That was the comic book era, uh, which I mean, a lot of people would debate maybe started with like, you know, of course with like the original X-Men movie yeah. and Spider-Man movie, definitely, which definitely. yeah, you know, we, mm-hmm. you know, I guess that, but like for the most part, that was the golden age. 20, comic the book 20, yeah. Yeah. The 20, the, the 2010s, was when everybody got into it. I feel like Detective Pikachu and Sonic the Hedgehog was like the outliers that will like get us to our big crossover movie events with these video games. Maybe Detective Pikachu did okay at the box office. It didn't blow the doors off like they wanted, which is why they took a while to talk about like if a sequel was even possible. But it but it didn't suck. But it is. It doesn't matter in Hollywood. It's a Hollywood film. It does not matter. Like they need. They need it yeah. to do well, and they need it to make a certain amount of money before they're going to say, "Yeah, okay, make more." Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine was fucking fantastic, and maybe like the best modern science fiction movie that we've had lately. But it's not getting a sequel because nobody saw it. So like that, that can was me. <laughs> oh man um yeah i mean if if you i mean it's it like the hedgehog did better it had a great opening it had a great opening much better than anticipated um and i think i think that was due to like the word of mouth because people did say like oh wow this actually isn't like terrible so that it it didn't have legs on it um so it didn't like carry it even further than it could have I, I don't mean that to be funny but like um but it did well enough to where they were, the studio, the studio was like, yeah, we'll we'll do it. And I will still contest that the very beginning of that fucking movie with the uh, the Sega fanfare, and you see Kiryu Kazuma on the screen. What the actual right? Fuck? What the fuck? I was like, oh my god, I am in an American movie theater, and fucking Kiryu Kazuma is in in a fucking mainstream AMC or Regal or wherever the hell I was. I was 
losing my mind. Anyway, uh, I yeah. immediately thought of you when I saw that. It was crazy, right? It was crazy. And Jet Set Radio, my boy, like, Roddy's probably losing this shit. Oh man, I was mm-hmm. like pointing out, oh, that's beat, that's beat. <sighs> Jet Set Radio. Um, but yeah, would you would you watch a Jet Set movie? I I am maybe I'm not gonna say anything on this podcast that is currently recorded, but there I there is an <laughs> answer to that question. <laughs> there is an answer to that question. It is maybe not what you're Ooh. expecting, but there is an answer. <laughs> That's really good. All right, so uh, subject in the chat says, what about a Yakuza movie made with a director from The Raid? They've already done a Yakuza movie live action. Um, I have not seen it, but apparently it was okay. It was fine. So I'm not in any rush to see it because, I mean, and, and I'm not in any quick desire to see it because, you know, so much of Yakuza is taking from Japanese crime film so much of it is and chris you've played zero so you kind of understand that like you know like it i don't need to that's maybe the thing so part of the question for this topic is like what makes a good video game movie i don't think it's being like the video game like that's that's not what makes a good video game movie to me because you if that's the case it you should just make a fucking game like don't just remake the things that I'm familiar like because I don't want to just sit in the theater and go like, oh, I recognize that. That's cool. Like, no, make something that's going yeah. to be enthralling, like lasting, worthwhile. Like, I think part of the reason where that, um, you know, something like Pikachu and, and Sonic work is because those particular characters, regardless of how they are in the games, they have an on-screen persona that's developed within the film, that's cultivated, and it makes you care about what's going on with them in the movie, in those two hours. That's why they're successful. Uh, that's why people like them, generally. So don't just like try to remake shit in the game. I think the only thing that can maybe get away with that, that I can think of off the top of my head, uh, that I actually think will be fairly successful, is the Last of Us adaptation. Um and you might be thinking, oh, my God, Rod, you just said, like, Uncharted is trying to be so much like a movie. I think the thing with Uncharted is that it's trying to be kind of like the sort of pulp, campy, sort of like adventure film that like from the 80s. Um, and, and it's playing that up, I think, to a significant degree, whereas Last of Us, I think the core narrative, you you transpose all of that into a film or television format and i think it works just as well without losing practically anything because last of us is not necessarily about the action it's about the characters it's about the narrative journey that you're taking uh those are things that are easily easily transferable between mediums and i think you could you could do that very successfully there that's a good point uh because i mean i feel like you know you said like don't be the video game I feel like that's what that's what uh, Detective Pikachu and I think that's what Sonic did. It used it used those characters, but used it in its own universe, like in its own thing. Like mm-hmm. I like I wasn't able to sit back and like, oh wow, I recognize this from the game. This, that, and the third is gonna happen. No, like it was just, it's its own separate thing, and we're just along for the ride. We just know the care. We just know of the characters that are in the in this movie. Exactly, exactly. the The thing I did like about Sonic, because I don't want to seem like I was down on it. Like it was, it was fine. Um, and there was there was a a, a minute in there, or there were multiple times where 
they did something very smart and that is that they hid all of these nice little easter eggs for people who are aware of the games so whether that's through Mm -hmm. subtle visual gags or even the score in the background like towards the end of the film there's like a really cool remixed version of like i think green hill zone or something like that like a piano version like it's just really nice but to someone who doesn't know shit about sonic i like the first like when i saw it um you know with someone else like they were like oh well I didn't know anything about this. I don't even know what the hell Sonic is like. Um, like, what is this shit? Um, but really, really enjoyed it and didn't even catch all those things. And they were catching different aspects. And I was just like, you know, oh, well, this was this and this was that. Um, but it was cool that it's like buried underneath for people who do like it. So you're not making that the forefront. So you're not alienating people who are not familiar with the source material. That's something I think that particular movie did very, very well. All right, so what? <laughs> let me just <laughs> let me just ask, what about uh, what about the Assassin's Creed movie? You have anything to say about that? I have not seen it deliberately. Oh, Good dang. answer. Good <laughs> answer. <laughs> What's he haven't seen it? <laughs> oh, good yes. stuff. So, so, so I'm showing it right now on the um, on the screen. But uh, Prince of Persia, did anyone else see that the movie? No, I think I saw bits I and like, pieces of that. So that wasn't a horrible movie. Like I think it it got the gist of like what the video game was and turned it into right. They did make a white guy the Prince of Persia, but yeah, other than that, you know, not not bad. God not bad. damn, fuck it, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna get one past Roddy. Not oh, gonna do it. Fuck. Never mind. Damn. Yes. Skeedaddle. <laughs> Let me just take this off the screen now. <laughs> no offense, Jake Gyllenhaal. You know. Yeah, I love Jake Gyllenhaal, but but he should not have accepted that mm. one. <laughs> Mysterio's better for you. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> but he was like, oh, like I I think I've played that game before. I love the Prince of Persia. <laughs> right. Such a good game. <laughs> that's that's the that's that's the one with uh you know he's like assassinating a bunch of people, right? <laughs> I mean, kind of. Yeah. I don't know. They made yeah. the animus into some like three D moving. Keep going. I'm wondering. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what happened? I'm getting I'm getting real time notes about the oh. um, Assassin's Creed movie. Oh, that's fine. Oh, okay. we're, we're fine. With that. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> we could we could talk later about like, that. Did, 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 oh, did 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 that not work out well? Because I I didn't see. Oh, that. apparently it was no. ass. Apparently it was it was bad. Oh well, surprise surprise. Right. I'm trying to think of the the character, but there's like some weird like, um, almost like mummified robot type thing. But it's the animus in this game. So instead of just sitting there stationary in this weird like moving 3D pod, so as you moved around in the animus, you moved in real life for some reason. Looks really dumb. Or some 3D moving bullshit, as she says so eloquently. Thanks, subject. (laughs) Love you over here. So good. I I I think you know. (laughs) Hopefully, we're we're moving in the right direction with uh, these video game movies. Um, You know, I have hope for Uncharted. I I really feel like if they the games are so much like a movie, if you could translate that to an actual movie, you it fucking writes itself. You literally can't fuck that up. Mm-hmm. You can't fuck it up. 
Just take a script that you would have done for the game and turn it into a movie. <clears throat> I, you can't fuck that up. You can't. You, you can't. Can. You, you'd be you surprised, can. man. I think <laughs> you'd be surprised. You shouldn't be able to. You're right. But you yeah. probably can. <laughs> right. Right. Damn. And then, you know, there's, there's other things like um, and that Mortal Kombat movie that apparently got filmed, but like isn't in, in like post production right now. But we haven't seen anything about it. Yeah. After the web series, I could see it being good. I can't believe that we didn't even mention that. Yeah. The first Mortal Kombat is, I feel like, a seminal experience, like for, you know, people who enjoy like horror things or like super gory shit or really campy movies in general, like B movie style shit. Um, I actually think that it's not like a legitimately like great movie, but it's definitely, I think, generally. interestingly made like i wouldn't say it's a it's a it's bad i wouldn't say like it's a bad watch at all like i think it should be held up to like a video game movie that can be done well in my opinion it's like it's a b movie with like an a tier watch rating yes exactly exactly if that makes any sense i mean that's a reason they're still having shang soon be the same guy like he (laughs) nailed it right right yeah so you know Shout, shout out to that. I'm excited that we, you know, at some point we'll see that eventually, I guess. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, video game movies and TV shows. Uh, that's I'm, I'm, I'm calling it now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the, uh, um, uh, the prognosticator. Like, <laughs> this is the decade for these, for, for, you know, these TV shows and movies. Like, please don't fuck it up. Please, I don't want to eat crow because I know. We'll be podcasting about it. We'll be uh, on YouTube. We'll be we'll be talking. I know you guys will throw it in my face. I know it's gonna happen. But when it works out, yo, I'm gonna be there saying I told you so. Mm. So with that, guys, that's episode seventy three. Should I play that? Let's roll out the red carpet. What we got going on, James? Uh, thanks for joining us this week. As per usual, make sure you give us the five star rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, share this podcast and any of our podcasts with any of your friends, any of your family, any of your enemies. Pass it around. Unlike COVID, keep that to yourself. And uh, that's all I got, Roddy. What you? Oh, thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, as James said, definitely check us out on Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you, that you get podcasts. Give us a like, uh, rating, comment, all that good stuff. Uh, I, yeah, I've gotten a lot of feedback, actually, on the past couple of weeks for the uh, Black Lives Matter episode that we did. I'm still getting feedback on that. Uh, and we've gotten a lot more people uh, randomly, which if I do not know everyone uh, who is checking it out and really enjoying it and wanting to maybe check out other stuff, too. So thanks again for listening. Really appreciate you guys. You know, once again, guys, uh, you know, I said it before, I'll say it again. I appreciate you guys tuning in, uh, giving feedback, following us on social media and uh, just just tuning in. I appreciate you guys. So that's going to be Rod James to the green and your boy SSJ Blackerot signing out for another week of should I play that? Catch you next week. Stay beastly. Peace.